Three, two. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Who wants to have some fun? I'm all about having fun. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Oh, boy, is this great. Hey, guys. Oh, big golf, huh? All right. I'm going to have fun, and you're going to have fun. We're all going to have so much fun when we need plastic surgery to remove our files. I would like to extend to you an invitation to the pants party. Please have a party. Feed us drinks. Get us laid. Wait a minute. There's no birthday party for me here. Hey, bro, you mind putting on some pants and find a little weirdo I have to ask twice? Those sad tissues or happy tissues? Looks like I picked the wrong week to quit amphetamines. Are you sure this is legal? I don't know. It's fun though, isn't it? What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? No sports, no rock, no information. For mindless chatter, we're your station. Cowboy. The Mike Rutherford Show. Yeah, Mo, that team sure did suck last night. They just played sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Well, I'm packing up my game and I'm going head out west Where real women come equipped with scripts And find a nest in the hills, chill like Flint Buy an old drop top, find a spot to pick Then I'm a kid, rock it up and down All right. block with a bottle of All right. Welcome everybody, it is Thursday, May 11th, this is the Mike Rutherford Show, coming to you as always from the University of Louisville College of Business Studios, visit business.louisville.edu to see what the UofL College of Business can do for you. We're on the air today, normal hours, 3 to 6 here on 1450 AM, 96.1 FM, streaming all over the Western Hemisphere, you know us better as the Big X, Mike Rutherford here with Trevor Kelsey on a lovely Thursday, we're excited to dive into the wild and wacky world of Cardinal Athletics, Uh, we also have... Two tickets to give away for both the Racing Lou game on Friday and the Lou City Pups at the Pitch Night game on Saturday. We'll do at least the Racing Lou tickets today. We may give away both pairs of tickets. I'm not sure. We'll figure out if we have time. But we'll definitely give away the Racing Lou tickets since the game is tomorrow. Uh, either we'll do the Lou City tickets today as well. We'll see how feisty we get. Uh, we'll do that today or tomorrow before the Saturday game. But we got lots to get to today. We've got some good football news again. We've got the basketball debate raging on. I've got a, a question from Thurby last week that ha- have not got, had a chance to get to until today. It's not about horse racing or anything. It just came up at Thurby. I'm just now noticing that Trevor shaved. So it throws me off every single time. <laughs> I, never, I guess I never really like, look at your face that closely until we start talking. <laughs> and every time like, I, I, do this, I start doing the intro, I'm like, oh, my God, he shaved. Yeah, I just felt like shaving the, the, last night. I was like, you know, I got a shower and was like, Eh, it's getting too long and itchy now. I've been there. I've been. There. I mean, you you keep it at a decent level. I mean, I, I let mine just go, and then when I get to the point, I'm like, you know, I'm done. Yeah, I'm just gonna shave it off. Yeah, I like to keep you on your toes. We also have major potential, major news for this show, major and this, news and this station that we're going to get to that I'm very very excited about. Um, so we'll get to all that fun stuff today. But before we do any of that, gotta say hey to TK. How was your Wednesday night? I always want to ask like how your Thursday's been, but I know it started like thirty minutes ago. So uh, how was your how, how was your thir- your Wednesday night, and then your slumber until uh, two thirty? Well, technically, by the time I go to bed, it is Thursday. Still. That's true. That's, that's, I that's, mean, that's and, and mostly I usually don't start my my evening until after midnight anyway. So this is true. Uh, it was a good one actually. I uh, got to watch a little AEW wrestling. That snake Don Callis turned on Kenny Omega. 
Oh. Kenny had 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 to put the winning winning one winged angel on John Moxley. Only one person history's ever kicked out of it. He's about to get the three count, and Callus hits Kenny Omega in the head with a screwdriver. My God! And and, and Moxley gets the win. Did, did he bleed? Oh yeah, of Moxley, course he bled. Moxley, but yeah, he loves bleeding. And Omega bled near the end. He didn't bleed as much as he normally does, but he did bleed. Uh, but yeah, that was uh, that was a great main event. Uh, Orange Cassidy had a great match with Daniel Garcia. I'm assuming he won. He did. Is he still he, the All Atlantic Champion? He is. Okay, good. he's been holding that for a minute. He's been uh, and he it's defends been it every been week almost. Been a long time. Put on some good time. matches. It was an excellent one last night. So it was a good, it was a good show. Watch some movies. Uh, end up watching a, a favorite of ours. You're wearing a shirt with the, has the from a movie that had the uh, Jason Siegel in it. Correct. Rewatched a little uh, Breeding Star Marshall last night. I love it. I figured, you know, I mean, it, a this is one movie we both agree on, right? Yeah, like I mean, it's it, it's in my top five rom coms. It's probably like my top 10, 15 favorite movies of any genre. Period. I would probably I'm a huge fan. I don't know if I combine my genres, probably yeah, easily ten. It'd probably be the same for me. But rom coms definitely top five, right there with the. Uh, you know, Princess Bride, even though I don't know the characters, apparently. But uh, I watched, I had the unrated version. I was like, I know this movie so well. Like, I can quote this movie up and down. I do it all the time on the show. I was like, I wonder if I can notice, like, the unrated parts. And only one of them that was in there I had never seen before. I don't know if I've ever, like, watched it edited. Like, I always just watch the... Well, the the, the well the studio release version is what I'm talking about. And Prime, Amazon Prime has what they call... The unrated version oh, with extra scenes added. Okay, I got you. And the extra scenes, one you've probably seen is when he does yoga. Yeah. That's that's because that's an added scene. That's not in the original release, I don't believe. The only I mean, I only watched the one that's on like used to be on HBO and stuff, and I've got a DVR. Yeah. That's that's always in it with they, with Kristen Wig. Yes, yeah, they added that that's an added scene. And then there's <laughs> the one I had never seen was one of my favorite parts is when he goes up to him in the restaurant, uh Jonah Hill, and he's like, Did you listen to my demo? And Russell Brand's like I was going to, but I just went on living my I just, life. You know, went on, continued living my life. <laughs> yeah, I use that a lot all the time. It's one of my favorite lines in the movie. And in the un- unedited version, Jonah goes off on him. Yeah, he, I've seen that. Okay, yeah, he's like quiet. He's like, I can't yell, but you're a bleep. I bought your bleeping CDs. I'm going to bleep up your food. No, no, no. He's just everything. And Russell, Russell Brand's like, I like that kid. <laughs> yeah, that's the only version of the movie that I think Okay, so you yeah. see, I guess the yeah. one version you have has all the added scenes. Yeah. I'd never seen that added scene. That was the only thing in it I hadn't seen. But, uh, you know, it's still a great movie. It's a great flick, for sure. How can you not love that movie? Yeah. We want to hear from you today. Uh, Thornton's sex line, as always, will be popping. Hit us up at 502-414-1450. Thornton's download that Refreshing Rewards app today. Save yourself some money at the pump. Save yourself some money inside. Anytime you're picking up a delectable Thornton's treat, whether it's a 89-cent fountain drink, 32 ounces or smaller, or a pepperoni pretzel, or a donut in the morning, cup of coffee, whatever you want, Thornton's is going to save you some money by downloading that app today. Couldn't be easier to do. Open up the app on your phone, search Thornton's, download it, boom, you're in. Let's go. And then hit us up at 502-414-1450. I have a... How was your evening, by the way? It was interesting. Okay. Last night and today have been interesting. Uh, My poor wife is just... She's getting... She she took on a new role at work, and they're just working the absolute hell out of her. Like promotion or... No, just basically transition to a different role, like more responsibility. Uh, no extra money. <laughs> kind of. Like, okay. they, they shuffle people around. She's basically doing the same thing. She just has more. It's hard to explain what she does. She has, no, I kind of get what you're talking about. She has about, more yeah. clients now than, than she used to. But so she's been working a lot of like, you know, I'll come home from radio. We'll take a walk with the kids. We'll do start dinner. And then she needs to like do an extra like hour and a half of work. She was working until like 1130 the other night. So oh, it's wow. it sucked. But she last she's night. Not had night some, now. No, she's not. But she's uh, she has some extra work to do last night. And then we get a call. Uh, her, my sister-in-law, her sister, had like sliced her finger when she's cutting some bread, and 
So Mary's like, I'll come over because the, the bleeding wouldn't stop. She's like, mm-hmm. I'll come over. I'll take you to the ER. Got it. Just talking about blood. I'm getting all like faint. I, 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 blood is a big thing for me. I'm not, you sound I'm not like good you're from it. down under. I know. I'm not, <laughs> like, I'm really cool. You sound like you're from London. <laughs> I'm not good with, with, with blood. So just talking about it makes me queasy. But I'm, she, I'm she with takes you her to the ER. The ER is packed. They can't do anything there. So she goes and gets a first aid kick. She basically like. She doesn't stitch it herself, but she gets the bleeding to stop. This the whole process takes like two extra hours. So I'm getting the kids down myself. I'm getting doing bath time, all that good stuff. And I'd planned to do a podcast this morning with with Jeff Greer on Denny Crum. And Mary's like, I, she's like, I've got to work so much. She's supposed to take John to his 18 month appointment for the doctor today. And she's like, Can you move it? Long story short, like I get the podcast moved. We're gonna do it tomorrow because Mary's got so much work going on. So I can take John to the doctor today. And so we. I take John to the doctor. John, no kid likes the doctor. John hates the doctor. Like, like when, boy. He, when he when you get him out and he sees the doctor's office from the outside, he like tenses up and like grabs you. Like he knows like like anytime anybody comes like not just the the shot part. The shot part is, is terrible for all kids. But like you, you got the stethoscope out. You're just doing like normal stuff. You're measuring head size, which for him is huge. Like <laughs> he's flipping out the entire time. You got to remember though, is the kid his his first memories in life are being kidnapped from a doctor from his first home. This is true. I mean, that's that's his that's first how it memory. Happened. That's his first memories. Like, hey, what's this window do? What's that? Ah, get off me! Ah, and then he gets ripped away from his first home. I mean, I mean, we walk in, the kid's just shrieking bloody murder. He won't get on the like the the, the big kid scale. He won't stand on it. So we have to put we have to sit him on the baby scale. And the whole time he's just he's shouting. So we finally, I mean, we, we get the the necessary, the requisite stuff done. By the way, 62nd percent in height, 82nd percent in weight, 98th percentile in head size. He's a true Rutherford. Both Mary and I both have very large heads. Virginia was like 99th in everything, including head size. Like when they measured it and the doctor's like showing like the old charts afterward, I was like, He's Rutherford. That, that's what, what did Lane say? I'm like a walking candy apple. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what they're gonna do. That that's how he is. Now Virginia was big in everything. John is just kind of he's your he's, head's not that big. My head it's pretty big. I don't know why. Well, here's the thing: like, it's been this big since I was like ten. Okay, they called well, me Charlie Brown growing up. So like yeah, like picturing that head size of a ten year old is kind of funny. <laughs> I kid you not. Like when I started playing tackle football, I, I didn't like fear like the, the hitting or like the you know the running or like the, any part of practice. I was terrified of like taking my helmet on and off because it was so hard to do. I would like leave my helmet on during water breaks because once I got it on, it was lodged on there, and I didn't want to have to take it off and, and put it on again. I think I've asked you this: What size fitted hat do you wear in MLB? I don't. I have no idea. Okay, so. you're probably because I wear I wear a seven and three quarters. I'm just wondering I, if you're on. I would have known in like grade school. I don't. Oh. Yeah, usually I wear the hats the strap now. You work at Cardboard Heroes, so I know. Hats for years. You, you gotta, gotta use well, now that. most of the hats that I do that, that wear that are fitted, it's like the flex. You, yeah, you have small, medium, or large, extra large. I am a large, extra large. I can tell you that. Yeah, those flex hats. Yeah, I didn't like those because I would my head is big enough to where I would stretch it so okay. much it would be stuck. Yeah. So we do this stuff with the doctor. We get the the big stuff done. Right. We know that he's got one shot, and so the nurse comes in, and he's like already flipping out. Like he like he won't stand still. We're gonna get the shot in the leg. She's like, you can hold him, and then she's like, if you want to play like a video or a song that maybe he likes that <laughs> that will calm him down, you can go ahead and do that. And so, so I'm like, okay, I know what I've got to do. There's only one, there's only one video that's been calming John Dad recently. So I go to my phone, I go to YouTube, I pull up '90s Meow Mix commercial medley. The meow 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 that commercial precisely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Blasted at full volume as this this woman is very 
obviously judging me, even if she's not admitting it. <laughs> like, John calms down for a second, holds still. She gives him the shot. Of course, he starts crying immediately again. But it was a, it, this is parenting. Like, this is fatherhood for me. <laughs> I'm like, she's like, play a song. And she, I'm sure she's thinking, like, wheels on the bus, itsy bitsy spider. And I pull out my phone, and it's like this little tiny cat. It's like, meow, 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 meow. <laughs> and, like, John just smiles immediately, stops crying. It's the only thing that I could do. You, you got to do what you got to do. Ooh, top five worst things, even more embarrassing things you could have played. <laughs> it was, it's up there. I don't know. There's something. So what if you put like, I don't know, like. like Outside of showing my kid porn, Kanye, I don't think that, I, I don't think I could have been I judged like harder. Kanye or uh, what was, what's the, the WAP song? Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even edited version. <laughs> something like that would have been terrible. Hit him up. Tupac again. Hit him up. I, I don't know why. Take the, money. <laughs> The, the, the beat, the rhythm or the beat just soothes him. <laughs> he likes it. He likes bleeping. Bleep, bleep. It would be just like a scene from like Pulp Fiction or something. Yeah. <laughs> he's really big into a racer head. Yeah. He's, something about the. The red ball and black mask just makes him smile. I mean, this one—I couldn't like—I didn't—I didn't have the the gall to look her directly in the face as this was happening, but I could sense her smirk from the corner of my eye as this is happening. But we got the job done. We got Good. the shots. We got him in. He's napping now. Uh, the whatever he got today, uh, you know, it's it's like eighty million heps that they get. It's like this is hep, this is hep C, you know, whatever it is. Like it was gonna put him. It was gonna make him cranky. It was gonna make him tired. So he was thankfully conked out when I left, but. Uh, that was a, it was a trying morning. We got the job done. Shout out to the Meow Mix commercials of the 1990s. How did you find out that that's what calms them down? I honestly don't like, remember. How did you come across? Who Google's Meow Mix 1990s commercials? I think commercial? like I, there was something. John's big into cats right now and saying meow. Okay. And I think one time in the bath, I was just saying like meow, meow, meow. I got in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Virginia is big on like if, if you do anything musically, she wants to know what it is. Like what are you singing? Even if it's 75% of the time, it's just me making up a song. I know. It's yeah. very hard to explain. But this time I was like, oh, it was like a commercial. And she wanted to see it. She was cool with it. But John was really into it. And then since then, I've noticed it, it's been a solid tool to get him to calm down when he's freaking out. So it'll be in your head now. I like chicken. I, I like, like it. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the other ones, from like the, there's like a 70s commercial, too, that just it's super weird. The one with the phone Virginia likes, but John does not like. He just wants the song. That's all he wants. <laughs> That's hilarious. I forgot. I forgot about that commercial for a while. <laughs> so we had a good day at the doctor's office. That that's is, good. That's been my Thursday as we uh, as we roll in here on a, a Thursday afternoon. I woke up at one thirty. You oh p.m. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm still, I well, thought you were. Right. Well, for the record, I was up at one thirty a.m. too. If that's what you want to know, I, I mean, think I was too. <laughs> I shouldn't have been, but I think I was. I, I did watch a little bit of the NBA last night. Not a whole lot. The first game was uh was kind of wild. The I forgot about it. I, I turned it on when the it was like right before the end of the half time, first half of the second game. The basketball corgi continues to be correct about every game in the Lakers Warriors series. I'm feeling even more confident about Warriors and seven now. No, you well, <laughs> not to mention you were two for two last night again. I'm zero for two. Two for two again. Knicks covered, uh, kept the series alive. Warriors win. Warriors won. Although I think I took the Warriors to win, but the Lakers to cover, so that didn't happen. The Warriors covered. In my defense, I didn't know street clothes was going to be in the game, so. <laughs> so we had the NBA going on last night. We had uh, Barkley. They've been mad at Barkley for laughing. I did, at him. I, I did yeah. see that. We also had uh, your cracking her back in action tonight. Oh yeah, we got to get it going tonight. It's tied. Hey, 
Series tied. Because the other Western Conference Series got tied last night, too. Oilers and uh, Vegas. I was going to say, we, we have a Kraken tonight. Last night, we had Oilers in, in Vegas. And then we also had uh, the Leafs staying alive, I believe. Keep I, it. I want the Vegas to win that one just because I just, I don't know. I, I like rooting for the small Canadian teams mostly. And I'd hate to root Same. against Edmonton Oilers because that's. That's what happened last year to me. I mean, even though I guess that is where Gretzky played and won like five Stanley Cups, isn't it? Yeah, but that, that happened to me last year when the, the, the Avalanche had to play them in the, the Western Conference Finals. Um, and it's not because, like, you know, I, I want to root for those. But I give the the OG crap all the time. Like, I, I need to spread the love here. Like, internet just not working here. Not even showing up. So, <laughs> I'm on the hot spots taking time. Yeah, we had Oilers winning 4-1, and then the yeah. Leafs stayed alive with a 2-1 win so that, over that, Florida. That series is now 3-2 then, right? 3-1, Florida. They're, oh, they were 3-0. Yeah, okay, they were they're wow. at, at risk of getting swept last night. Oh, the Devils, I think, were down 3-1. The Devils, that series, I think, is tied. Oh, is it? I thought, that was a, I thought there were two of them that were oh. close. I thought uh, the West were both close and the East were both blowouts. I can tell you in 45 minutes when this page lasts. So. <laughs> you want me to just go look it up here on this internet? Yeah, you may have to do some of the legwork today on the internet. Uh, you may need. Oh, no, you're going to send me down the rabbit hole of stuff? This is not good. That's, that's, this is going to be the show. This is going to be the whole show now. <laughs> it's been 45 minutes of Trevor looking up. So, oh, page air. There we go. This Carolina is- leads 3-1. to one. Okay, so you're right. They played tonight, yeah. Okay. I thought the East were both kind of... More out, more. I want to say blowouts, but not as close as the West was. There you go. Nine thirty tonight. Start going into Dallas. Uh, the got to get it back, baby. Got to get it back. The other big event of yesterday, and I told you that I, I, you asked, and I actually I didn't know. Mary didn't know either. You were asking. I went from straight from the radio to Virginia soccer yesterday, yeah. and you were like, "How many? You know, get soccer coming to an end?" And I'm like, "I think we have like three or four more more weeks. I think it goes to like the end of May." Last night was the last one. It oh, wow. The grand finale of soccer. Oh, wow. Did you get there at least a little early? Let's so get to see a little more. I got to see some of it. Okay. Um, I got to see like the last like 15 minutes or so. That's good. Um, they play, you know, they always end. I always miss like the individual drill stuff, but I get to see at the end they do like a game. And as I get there, I see Virginia, her cousin Audrey, and then our, our other friend's daughter, Elizabeth, just running around holding hands together, like the three of them, like holding not paying any attention to where the ball is, not paying any attention to the actual game. Like the three keep in mind, like two of them are on a they're not all on the same team. Like they're on different teams. So they're not and I'm like, this is soccer. This is the, the last day. They've mastered it. They're good to go now. This is the So there's four of them, two from each team or three Three of them. Like two are on the same I, I have no and Virginia never knows what one team doesn't she's even on. play in the game. I put a, I put a video on her on Instagram like cheering for her teammate scoring uh, a couple of weeks ago. I thought it was her teammate, then I quickly realized it was she was cheering for somebody scoring on her own team. Um so she just you never know. But she got a like a little soccer shots backpack and a certificate. So she was happy. That's all that mattered. But she was She's, she's all about the playground afterwards. She did kick the ball in the game, which was a big step for her. Got in there, made a nice kick. But uh, it's done. It's over. It's, we had a nice little eight-week run. And uh, now it's on to what's next. Ballet's wrapped up. School's got two weeks left. Basketball? I don't know. No, you don't do basketball until like five, really. I think basketball, you'll, you'll be a little bit older. She also she shows no interest in basketball. John likes playing on the little basketball goal. Um, Virginia, we, I've tried to get her to do it. She really... Has zero interest whatsoever. Yeah. She basically she's she talked the other day. She said she was practicing on being an actor on the stage. I think that's all she's going to be. I think it's just going to be drama, dance. What, what age do you do? Fine. What age do you start doing t ball? I mean, you can do it that's now. Three, four. You can do it now. I mean, she's three. I think I did it for the first time. It's funny. I, I played t ball at three, and like my mom still has the picture. Like two of the kids on my team like wound up being like my best friends growing up. Like we just we're still we're still friends today. Um, and one of them. I have an update on this story. I am going to go to the. I'm going to the Yankees Reds game. 
Ooh, a week from Saturday and sitting baller. in the, the Yankees family section. And you're going to wear a red hat. I don't know what I'm going to do. You've got to wear a red what? Paul O'Neill jersey? Maybe. Sabo goggles? I don't know. Well, I was thinking Paul Nixie played for both. I, yeah, <laughs> it, it's going to be interesting because we're going up with a big group of guys that grew you know, up with Dylan. I'm going to want to wear a Kelly. <laughs> yeah, that, that grew up with Dylan or that played with him at, at Trinity or Transy. Uh, and I think it's it's a day game, so we're gonna the Lawsons have rented out a bar in the area that we're gonna go to afterwards, which should be fun. Um, yeah, it'll be a nice time. But it is, I mean, I'm a diehard Reds fan who's sitting in the Yankees family section. It's gonna be a little bit interesting. It's gonna be a little bit tough. I think. I think. I mean, at least if anything, wears maybe a red shirt. It doesn't have to be like a Reds red shirt, but a red shirt. I don't know, man. I don't. I mean, it's gonna be. I don't do, want, do you think I don't want Cashman you, coming after me? Do you think if you wore a Reds hat, they're gonna go do a lane on you and like throw you out? I mean, maybe the Yankees will ban but, I mean, that was at, but you're at Cincinnati doing it. That was it. That was like at the Yankee Stadium when she wore the Baltimore hat. By the way, the Reds have wrapped up a 5 nothing win over the Mets today, this afternoon. The Mets are, are they having a good year? I know they, they were trying to go all out. But They're then two they, games under 500. Yeah. We are 16-21. and 21. Yeah, The Mets had all those injuries before the season even started. I was going to say, they lost, well, they lost their closer. To Diaz, the, yeah. the WBC, and yeah, a couple other guys. Like, it's been, it's been rough. But the Reds, <laughs> five games under 500, still battling, still doing their best, still in contention. Just what, like seven games back or something like that? I don't even I mean, know. We're we're good, and we still are like ten games back because because of Tampa. Well, you know, grow up and play a bit in a weaker division. That's on you. I mean, just the East is there anyone is hard. The East is dominant. Twenty-one seventeen, the Yankees are in last place. I know. Trust that, that's me. first place in the Central in either Central. <laughs> you Twitter search Dylan's name these days, and it's it's. I mean, how can you get mad at glowing. Dylan for this? I mean, they. They, they found a way. Don't worry. I mean. <laughs> Reds are just actually uh, four and a half games back in the Central. I mean, we're yeah, we're seven and a half back at 21 and 16. We're still right there. We're still right there. We are two of their seven, two of their nine losses, though. We also, Man, Baltimore's quietly being really good this year. I mean, the Reds beat the Raves. You Don't did. Worry. You you did. And then lost twice by, like, combined 45 runs. But that's okay. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I hate the Reds um, sometimes. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's tax line. We I, I've got a... I've got a question, but I feel like it's going to wind up taking over the show. Uh, that's usually my shtick, but okay. I know. So I, I think I'm going to save it for the next segment. I do want to talk about the the, the big the potential big news for the show. If you and you know this, you know what I'm. I, I did say, I, but in hand up, I did just look at the the like right before I got out of the car. That's why I, looked, I checked it and saw it, and I was kind of skimmed it, and took me a minute to realize why you sent it, but then I figured it yeah. out. So I have stated multiple times one of my life streams is to be at a ribbon cutting ceremony no. and to be the person with the gigantic scissors who cuts the ribbon. We were trying to think of a scenario where that could happen for me on the radio a, a, a while back. And it's hard, you know, I'm not I'm not opening a business. I'm not, no. you know, we're not running anything here. And so it was one of those dreams that seemed like, you know, maybe 20 years down the line, who knows what I'm what I'm doing, but it's probably not going to happen anytime soon. Now we're setting up a new studio here so we were thinking about doing it for that. Well, just, just to throw you a bone. Well, <laughs> Brian Schneider of the Greater Louisville Inc. slash the Metro Chamber of Commerce mm-hmm. reached out today and said, I had a, I've got an idea for a fun partnership between GLI and the Big X. He's like, if you guys are interested, we, we love promoting businesses. I'm a big fan of your work for a long time. Thank I listen to the show. I know your your feeling about ribbon cutting ceremonies. I know your dreams. He says our organizations. We have two large mutual supporters, Thorntons. We love Thorntons. They love Thorntons. We love Thorntons. The U of L College of Business. 
We'd they love, love the U College of Business. We love the U of College. They put of you business. in the NBA in twelve months. He says, "I thought maybe we could take an opportunity, ribbon cutting ceremony, for the U of L College of Business studios here, at Big X Nation, and you could be the honorary ribbon cutter." I immediately sent it to my wife. I was like, "I want the kids there. I want them dressed up in like whatever the royal family wears for like the coronation, like those types of outfits." We need to set up a red carpet. I might rent a tux for this. I wonder why no one's ever reached out to help me fulfill my dreams of confessed on the show. Have you confessed dreams on the show? Yeah, but most of it comes out to be illegal. I was going to say, I don't think that you've... <laughs> yeah, where's the guy emailing saying I've got Megan Fox ready for you? I don't think you've really... I think you're just kind of given up. I don't think you confessed many dreams on the show. <laughs> most of them are old dreams. So I said this to Troy. Troy just said boom, which to me means we're a go. Troy said what? Boom. Boom. <laughs> I think we're going to have a ribbon cutting ceremony here for the Oh, yeah. I want the mayor here. What the, now, the mayor of like, the neighborhood we're in or the mayor? Both. Okay. <laughs> Greenberg better be here. What about Abramson? Get, get Jerry here. <laughs> Bashir, I don't know what you're doing. I know you've been in town a lot recently for with Derby and stuff. Yeah. Bring your ass back here. Yeah, do it. Ribbon cutting ceremony. We'll let you tell us about how great Kentucky is. I want, I don't know. The media has to be here. Greer should be here covering it. I want Bozich here. <laughs> I want Jody here, too. Get, bring Jody here. Yeah, yeah. Everybody. Maybe should, we, should we make Matt come by? <laughs> Matt Jones needs to be here with a microphone. <laughs> Can't I, my my dream is the when they're taking your picture before you do it, and I'm saying next to you, and someone goes, "Hey, Matumbo, out of the picture." That's that's what I want. I want to start crying <laughs> as it happens. But this is gonna be great. We're gonna have a giant ribbon cutting ceremony here. I'm gonna cut the ribbon. People are gonna go nuts. It's gonna be on the local news. Um, I wonder, do you buy those giant scissors? Or do you just rent them? So I was looking for a picture for today's show, and I, I just I Google image searched like giant scissors ribbon cutting ceremony. They definitely sell them. I can tell you okay, that because, because every image was a link to like like over like triple sized ribbon cutting scissors. I was like, oh, what do they run? Did you look it up? I didn't. I was trying to get kinda, ready for the show. I'm kind of curious because I, I mean, I don't even know. I might just buy them just to have them in my house. Just so somebody like, hey, you got a pair of scissors? I'm like, yeah, right here. Just hand him a giantly comical pair. Maybe of not the best investment for somebody with two kids under the age of four, but I'd like to have them. I'd like to keep them if possible. I mean, tell me that wouldn't be great. Either like you can get put it right next to the giant crown. It's like it's also a coin holder, maybe that everyone had as a kid. I had the uh, the Mountain Dew bottle myself. You remember those? No. You remember the the the, the coin holder? It looked like a like a like a soda bottle, and like a you, piggy bank. Yeah, a piggy bank. Yeah. No, I never had. No. You never had a piggy bank. I had a piggy bank. I don't. I don't. I never had like a Mountain Dew bottle. Piggy oh, it was like a giant Mountain Dew bottle and like the it had a cap. Two hundred nineteen dollars yeah. for scissors for the oversized scissors. These aren't even as big as I wanted to be in this picture. <laughs> Do you have to get righty and lefty scissors for depending on when they're oversized? Oh, uh, that's a good question. <laughs> I mean, I'm just I'm wondering. Well, we've got time to explore all this. We'll work out the fine details. But listen, every listener's invited. We want you there. Come out. <laughs> just picture the UPS guy coming to your wind door. This giant package. <laughs> I love the idea of forcing K 
KSR to do their show from here. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> not, not just K- not KRC, but KSR. We want, <laughs> I want Matt Jones here. We'll do it right at eleven o'clock. We'll bring Nick over too. We'll bring him. Nick Curran can be there. The entire clan, like all the. We'll get we'll get Kendrick Haskins on the on the phone. Get him over here to cover. Ellie De La Cruz from the Pats. Bring him over. <laughs> Kent, Kent will be in his helicopter above doing an aerial view aerial shot. Who else? Danny Buspin Kelly. Oh yeah, coach. We'll, yeah, she'll be there. A whole Brom family besides I, Brian. The Brian, no, Brian not invited. Yeah, I was gonna say Brian. Everyone's. We should have a side. Everyone welcome. But Brian. Brian. Brian's like peering in from over the fence in the parking lot. No. Got to cut him off there. Put up blinders. Um, look like the neighbor from Home Improvement. <laughs> it's going to be a gigantic celebration. I'm very excited about it. Uh, we'll take a break. When we come back, I, I, I've got thoughts on the, first of all, the new football field, the actual turf that's been laid out, the, the, the visual of it. It's even better than I thought it was going to. I want to talk about that briefly. I've got a couple of other football notes. I've got a question that I guarantee is going to derail the show. And then we want to hear from you on the Thornton Sex line at 502-414-1450. It's the Mike Rutherford Show here on a lovely Thursday in lovely Louisville on 1450 and 96.1, the Big X. like your reggae water down in super white ub40 is the group for you i love ub40 i like it too <laughs> come on man i like this song oh this is one of my favorite songs i'm assuming we're getting all forgetting sarah marshall songs today this isn't on sarah marshall oh it's not i know no. the first one was uh maybe but wasn't that version really is wild wildlife by talking heads on on sarah marshall's soundtrack yeah i did not realize that yeah. no that's um I always think the only song I always kicks out to me is the uh, Hawaiian version of uh, Extreme, More Than Words, when he's at the bar. More the, than the, words. House band's playing the, the, the More Than Words in the. Uh, Not us, buddy. <laughs> uh, no, no, that's um, that is off of a movie though. Okay. A movie I watched the other day. You, you remember the movie Sliver? I've heard of it. I, I know it, of it. I've never seen it. It was like Sharon Stone and Alec Baldwin. It's supposed to be like a scary movie. It's a th- it's a Tom Berenger. It's a movie like he she moves in this building and like he seduces her and like but he like has cameras everywhere and he spies on her like undressing everything and it was like the closest to porn Trevor like twelve year old Trevor had. I do remember it being yeah, like it was like yeah it was one of those videos you you if you're a teenage boy you're running it with. All intention. I knew there was something about it that yeah. I, that I remembered. That it was a one of those movies that you talked about. Like, hey, mm-hmm. you should rent that and watch this. <laughs> it's like twenty five like minutes, forty two seconds. It, it's like embrace the vamp- the vampire with Alicia. Uh, yeah, with uh, Melissa Milano. Yeah, it's a, and it <laughs> was the one that everybody knew. Like my, this is a little bit after your time. Oh, it was, it was the gift because Katie Holmes was. Oh yeah, see that, and I wish I'd known that because I loved Katie Holmes. Well, everybody did. We all, we all watched the movie together, like at a sleepover. <laughs> yeah. when we were like fourteen, and then like we watched the whole movie. And, like after that, after that part, we were like, "Well, this movie sucks." Well, and when I got like, when seconds. I my first was Porky's. Okay. Which, have you have you seen Porky's? I've seen Porky's. Okay, Porky's is hilarious. Porky's is funny. It's been a long it's time. A very great movie. Uh, even though meat, I, to, to this day, I still swear it was Ronnie Cycli. 
like the guy that plays meat. I'm like, it's got to be him. Like, Steve, I don't care if it's likely what even bored when this movie came out. Uh, but that, of course, has the shower scene, which was, you know, the big one for me. But I mean, I was thinking about this the other day because when I was watching this over the other day, I was talking to somebody on text. I was like, Sharon Stone, like, might be like up at the top of like echelon of like non porno people that, you know, I've watched for that reason. Oh, yeah. That Between was... that and Basic Instinct Basic as a kid. Instinct, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was like, she's in the Hall of Fame. Kids, they don't know. They, the length they that we really had to go don't. To. Yeah. I remember the day I found a Playboy on the side of the uh, Westport Road walking home. It was like the greatest day of my life. It's like finding gold. Uh, yeah. Literal gold. <laughs> uh, 502 We'll take some text from the Thornton Sucks line here before we, we change the topic. You feel my pain. Yeah, I do, of course. Or, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, somebody sent in a video. I can't watch the video right now. Uh, that's our boy, Krogh. Okay. He texted me and said he sent in a video and he said the, turn, the, the comment, let's go. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Hey, Krog, I love you. But I'll I watch think, it during the break. I don't think we can. I can't trust you to play it. I don't even know. Yeah, people do that all the time when they're like, hey, check this out. I'm like, I can't. I, no. I, I can't listen to it on air. What Te- do you think we are, scoots? We're Te- not falling for that. Texture says, <laughs> is the major news that the YouTube cameras will be in next week? <laughs> That's not major news, but it's happening. That's getting a ribbon ceremony, right? Yeah. We're just going to get a giant ribbon right now. <laughs> right in the room. We'll bring him back. Like, actually, next week, we need you guys all back here. We should do a mini. You should get the big one. Then we do the YouTube cameras. We'll have a regular. I'll do regular scissors and cut it myself. Texas says, you talking about blood reminds me of the stupid caller who used to mess with you on R&R back in the day. I'd forgotten about that guy. What, what happened? I don't so know I, like, I had talked. To, I mentioned at the beginning of the show, like, blood makes me queasy. Yeah. And there was this one guy who used to call into the show. I don't know if he did it. He, I know he did it back in the 93 nine days. I don't know if he did it as much on 790. I think he did. But he would always call in and he would just say, like, he'd end his call, but he'd be like, blood, 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 blood. It was like a prank <laughs> call. But he would get more and more crafty over time. And he would try to be like, he'd, he'd set the call up. He'd be like, yeah, you know, the thing about the game last night, I actually didn't mind, like, the timeout call. But I think, like, the one thing that I do know, he'd be like, blood, blood, blood. And it would get to the point, like, where I would, I almost always was able to identify him and hang up on him early just because, not because I cared. Was it the word blood or the side? It was just the side of blood. It is, but he was just trying to, he thought it was fun. Thought it was fun, okay. And it was just, it just got annoying after a while. But like every, if, when he did get me, I was like, oh, that, it was like props to him. Cause like usually I would, I would figure out who it was and you could you know, cut him off very quickly. But every now and then he'd, he'd get me. He'd rope me in. But I forgot about that guy. I wonder what he's doing these days. He's calling other shows being like, blood, 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 blood. Probably dead. Face down in a ditch. <laughs> I like how you, you made him sound like the Meow Mix when you did his. Blood, 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 blood. He did that. Texas said, I so badly wish you had just started blaring Cowboy when the nurse told you to play a song for John. <laughs> that would have been. been... Yeah. <laughs> cowboy. Kid Rock sues him. <laughs> if you want him to sleep, I'll put, in, I'll put on picture. <laughs> Texas says, Mike, you should have played What is Love by Hathaway for Little John. Bam, bam. He does like to dance. I mean, who doesn't think of uh, Nights of Roxbury when you hear that, too? Texas says, meow mix, meow mix, please deliver. It's great commercials. There was a, I know, a randomness, because you know I rewatched like Malcolm in the Middle a couple weeks ago, or months ago, whatever it was. Sliver, by the way, is William Baldwin, not Alec Baldwin. Oh, did I say Alec? I'm sorry, yeah. It's okay. I'm at that. The Baldwin family accepts your apologies. <laughs> Big fans of the show. When I was rewatching the Malcolm in the Middle, there was one of the episodes where Malcolm like wanted to learn guitar. And he like he thought he wrote this beautiful rock song, and it was just meow mix. <laughs> <laughs> like he's he's right. He's like I'm staring at the window, and like the little brother too. He's like that's meow mix. <laughs> Texas says you all should cut a ribbon once you all get those new computers in. That's actually a better idea. When we finally get this computer in, that's that's a 
an occasion worthy of a ribbon cutting ceremony for sure. I feel like we're like in the 1980s, like waiting on a computer. Who waits on a computer anymore these days? We do. <laughs> I mean, you heard the show recently? <laughs> I, I think it's very on brand, actually. Texas says, I don't think that Porky's is going to stand the test of time. Oh, I don't. No, no. Porky's is still funny. Texas, did Trevor just say, you feel my vein? That's <laughs> the pain. I hope I did. <laughs> Texas, the sliver is William Baldwin, not Alec Baldwin. Okay. Between this and the Mandy Pentakin thing, I'm losing faith. Oh, in no, no. Now, that is not. Those aren't even the same ballpark, people. It was a bad look for you yesterday. And that was. And listen, I, I'm still feeling bad about it, to be honest with you. I told you, that was. That was heartbreaking for me a little you bit. You went home but... and you had some some soul searching looking in the mirror. For I a while. did. Yeah. I'm not kidding. I mean, I was very upset at myself. But you to mix up, you had so much soul searching that you ordered uh, two DoorDash orders just so you could get gravy <laughs> because it was left. Oh, off. I didn't tell you that story, did I? Yeah. You did. I told you I haven't said it on air. Yeah. <laughs> I told Mary that, and I was like, "Oh my god." Okay. I mean, what sociopath gives you a country fried steak and mashed potatoes and no country gravy? I mean, that's just mean, right? And then, so you ordered just two orders of, of, of what? Okay, so here, here's what happened. Like, I didn't order DoorDash the first time. My, my mom texted okay. me. Okay, mo- slightly better. Okay, so my mom texted me. She goes, do you want cheddars? They're not on DoorDash. My mom loves cheddars. You know, she's over 60. I enjoy cheddars. I know. It's, it's an old person's restaurant. But it's, is it? It is. Oh, yeah. Okay. It is. And my grandmother was like her favorite place to go. <laughs> so, but I like cheddars too. And I like their country fried steak. So I'm like, yeah, let's, let's do it. Country fried steak, mashed potatoes. Uh, in uh, broccoli casserole. That's what I want for my stew side. She's like, okay. So, you know, I get home. I'm excited. And I just open up. I'm like, where's the gravy? And mom's like, what? I don't know. Mom's like panicking. Like, my mom, he tells them my mom's like, starts freaking out. And we've had this discussion about that type of, you know, how she is. And she's like, she's like, oh my God, the gravy's not there. <laughs> like, do you want me to make it? I can get some gravy. Do you want me to call him? I'll go over there back. And I'm like, no, just chill. I'm like, calm down. <laughs> It's okay. They deserve to die. I mean, yeah, she's like got a knife out. She's like, I'll get them. I'm like, it's just gravy. Like, she's opening the can. She's like, I've got brown gravy. I've got I'm like, no. no. First of all, it's got to be white gravy. You mix brown sugar and water. It's the same thing. That's my mom always did growing up, too. She's like, she'd have some terrible supplement. If we were, oh, at, a, yeah. if we were at a Parmesan cheese, she'd be like, cream cheese is the same thing. Just pour it on your pizza. I'm like, no, it's not. Uh, and of course, there's always the we're out of hamburger buns. Let's put it on a piece of bread. Oh God! Oh, it was so so ghetto looking. <laughs> but anyway, did it multiple times growing up. I hated sure. the bread. Yeah. Oh man, more and more than I like to remember too. But so she's freaking out. I'm like, it's okay. Like I'm, so I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of mad a little bit. I'm just trying to keep calm so she doesn't like just go like just rip into some point because my mom will rip into people if she doesn't get like the every order perfectly right. And I hate it because that means I can't go back there ever again because I'm afraid they're going to spit my food. Like, my mom has no worry about that. She's like, yeah. I'll go back. I, I'm yeah. nice. To I hear you. Me. I don't want to, like, rock the boat. I've worked in the food industry. I know what these people are capable of. Yeah. So, like, she's freaking I'm like, it's okay. Like, And I'm uh, and internally, though, I'm mad because I'm like, I got this giant. I'm hungry. I ate my broccoli casserole, but I can't even touch the other two because, I mean, what am I? Like, I'm going to pick up the steak and eat it like a dog. I'm like, I'm ripping at it. So... The, the other genius that I am, I'm like, I just like, I wonder if I can just get some gravy off. Like, I wasn't going over from like Myers, so I, went, I go to Cracker Barrel, and you can't get gravy by itself as a side. So I ordered two orders of biscuits and gravy, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I threw in a fruit cup just to, just so I could like, so they're not bringing me like a five dollar DoorDash order. And I ordered two the the gravy I ate. The biscuits are still sitting on the stove, <laughs> just so I could get country gravy. 
I do. I, the sad thing is, I understand where you're coming from too. When I when I order, if I want like something small, I'll feel so bad that I'll have to like order more just like to. Make oh yeah, because I don't want, yeah. especially with DoorDash, because I'm like, I I feel bad making somebody drive over here for a ten dollar order. Right. Like, it just yeah, I'm tipping a, even if I tip them, you know, I'm only tipping them two dollars. Like, they're just wasting their time. I'm trying to be nice. I'm a man of the people, even when the people hate me. Texas says, wait, so is this ribbon cutting ceremony for a new studio? Oh, no. It's, just, it's for our normal studio. <laughs> we just want to do it. It's not even a new room. It's just this room across the hall. <laughs> Texas, how does no gravy prevent Trevor from using a fork and a knife? Well, I mean, he didn't, he, the logic didn't really follow that. I mean, would you. Do you ever had a big piece of country gravy? I mean, country, country, uh, country fried steak? Like, you just kind of pick it up and then eat it. I mean, I look like it's, yeah, I'm, I'm not a man, animal. I need the gravy so I can cut it in, uh, in bites and then dip it in the gravy. You can still cut it, though, like, without the gravy. I'm, I'm yeah, not... but with no gravy, it's just dry. There's no reason to cut it. I can just use my hand. I'm, I'm not following your logic at all. I mean, anytime I can avoid using utensils, I just eat with my hands. I don't know. I mean. I mean, most of the things I eat with my hands. Nachos. Texture brings up a quote that says, Is it just me or does do you want to build a snowman from Frozen sound suspiciously like Papa Can You Hear Me from Yentl? <laughs> Papa Can You Hear Me? Yeah, this, 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 and this, nobody bleeping realized it does it sounds a lot like that's it. the Deadpool 2 line though. That's off that's what that's off of. And also uh, Oh it is? Yeah, that's, a, that's I'm seeing this at the bottom, yeah. Yeah, it's and not, then into the woods from Frozen Two sounds a lot like Chicago, you're the inspiration. Oh, I never thought of that. Big one. time. Yeah. I need to go like I because I'd see I knew the Deadpool two line before I'd even seen the movie. And by new Papa, can you hear me? And then I saw when I watched Frozen, I was like, it does sound a lot like it. I remember there was a Mike Myers thing. It was either on SNL or it was actually at the Oscars where he's doing like one of those medleys about something. And he was like, Tom Cruise, can you hear me? <laughs> My favorite. You ever seen the uh, Axis of Awesome video? I've not. The four chord video where they they talk about how almost all pop songs have the same four chords. No, but that was a big part of the that trial that just happened with Ed Sheeran. Oh, was it? They said that uh, was it his slow song that was so popular a few years ago it sounded a lot like Marvin Gaye let's get it on and their whole defense was like that string of chords is using like a million different yeah, songs yeah this this is a great this is a great video you should look it up when it's from about I think maybe 10 they years won. ago but uh they they do a whole melody of songs starting from like journey into you know uh, queen all of that, and just just rolling them into using the same four chords it's pretty funny actually a little group they're a comedy group from I think Australia or something. Yeah, Sharon Sharon won, and then I saw when he's like exiting the, the courtroom, and there's all this media, like this guy's got his phone out, and he's like, Ed Sheeran, I'm in love with the shape of you. <laughs> and this person next to him goes, I don't think he wants to hear that right now. Oh, that's one of his songs, isn't it? Yeah, but I think this was the uh, Thinking Out Loud, like that one. I think that's the song that he was sued over. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be like, I, know, I knew who Ed Sheeran kind of was, but I the most Ed Sheeran I've seen perform is in the movie Yesterday. I like Ed Sheeran. I I knew I knew his name, but I didn't know any like I didn't I learned who he was from the uh, little Dicky Freaky Friday video. Okay, that's how I learned who he was at the end of the video. I was like, who's that Sheeran? I had to Google him and look him up. Teresa says, uh, so how much did you end up spending in total on just that gravy? Uh, I, well, because I got two. You don't have to answer that if you don't want to. <laughs> I don't know if I want to. Technically know. none, because I think I still had some of your birthday gift on there. <laughs> Teresa, I know y'all just said the thing about the videos, but this is for TK later. It's a video about British high school students eating and reacting to biscuits and sausage gravy. It's very funny. <laughs> okay. We'll show you that during the break. 
Take that. Take, take, we're going to look at that later. Texas is a good thing that Trev threw in that three pounds of grapes as a healthy substitute to offset <laughs> the two pounds of gravy from Cracker Barrel plus his entire cheddar's order. First of all, it was, it was fruit cups. It was two fruit cups. And I'm regretting it because Cracker Barrel's fruit cups are pineapple, strawberry, and blueberries. I hate blueberries. Texas says, Trevor, quote, I eat with my hands. Rutherford, immediate sigh of disappointment. I mean, what do you want me to say? Uh, it was like it was like twenty two dollars after tax. You didn't have to actually look that up. <laughs> I, I did. Don't let the text line run your life. <laughs> I'm a man of the people. I, if they ask me a question, I'm going to answer it. You are that. I'll answer whether I don't care if it's embarrassing. I, I'm going to be honest with you. Texas, now you guys got me hungry. Where's the best place to get a country fried steak? <laughs> well, with mashed potatoes and gravy. If you don't like gravy, go to Cheddar's. I will say this though, it did work out in the long run because the gravy at Cracker Barrel is better than the gravy at Cheddar's. I told you when we had COVID Thanksgiving this past year, I mean, yeah, we got Cracker Barrel Thanksgiving, and they forgot our, our gravy with mashed potatoes. It was terrible. Uh, ruined the whole night. I believe it's already it. ruined. Their mashed potatoes really aren't that good anyway. They weren't, and I'm without not, gravy, they were. They're even worse. I, yeah. I couldn't eat them. It was terrible. I that's I usually am not picky with mashed potatoes, but Cracker Barrel a lot probably everything they do great. Mashed potatoes is not one of them. This internet situation is. Is it really getting on you? I, I can't get any of the notes that I've got for today's show. You want did, to, did you not handwrite them this time? I've got some handwritten. Well, actually, I've got one thing, and it's a reminder to give away these tickets because we need to do it today. Um, we can do that right now. You want to do that? I feel like I want to do it. I want to do this. Like, got two tickets to lose, city. <laughs> won't you? Now, won't you call for the giveaway? No, I don't want to give away. Tickets. <laughs> you ruined it for me. <laughs> Come on, Eddie. Money can't do it. All right, here we go. We're gonna, let's do it right now. All right, what we got? Two tickets. Two tickets. We've got Ghost. two tickets for Lucidity on Saturday, but we're going to give away right now. We may give away the, the Lucidity tickets later. I don't know how fast I'm going to feel. But for right now, we're going to give away the two tickets to tomorrow night's game between Racing Louisville and the Chicago Red Stars. It's Friday, uh, May 12th, 7.30 p.m. You've got – if you don't win these, by the way, you can still get all-you-can-eat seats. We've, I cut that promo yesterday, and I was like, it's, does, is, that, is that right? All you can eat seats. Seats where you have all you can eat access. But when you say all you can eat seats, I feel like it's eat- you're eating the seat. The visual is eating the seats. That's what I pictured. So if you want to eat seats, please don't. But you can sit in these seats. That's going to revert it, actually. It does a little bit. <laughs> and have all you can eat food. You can also get $8 student tickets. Uh, more options are also available by calling 502 Loop City or visiting racingloofc.com. Slash tickets. All right. Here's how we're going to do this. All right. Hit me up. First person to correctly answer this trivia question on the text line at 502-414-1450 is going to get two tickets to tomorrow night's match between Racing Louisville and the Chicago Red Stars. Cool name. You're going to like this. What actor plays the best friend in the movie Shallow Hal? (laughs) We've talked about this this week. He's worse than Hal. You know that Jack Black is the star. That was on Showtime last night. I almost texted you. <laughs> what actor plays the best friend in the movie Shallow Hal that we discussed this week? We discussed it at length yesterday. First person to correctly answer that question at 502-414-1450 is going to win two tickets to tomorrow night's Racing Lou match at li- Lynn Family. I'd like Stadium. to point out, like, it wasn't until after you There we fi- go. We got a winner. It wasn't until after you finally watched Shallow Hal that somebody, like, good things are happening to you. Like, you're getting ribbon cuttings now. I mean, that's this is all thanks to Shallow Hal. We've never had a question that I think had the most, like, like more correct responses immediately come in. Like, usually somebody. They love the movie. They don't love the movie. They love it. The winner has been selected. <laughs> Thanks to the person who just texted Dwight Howard. <laughs> that would have been good, actually. <laughs> Jason Alexander is the correct answer. 
thriving in the early 2000s, starring in Shallow Hal. Uh, he does have a tail. That's correct. He ends the movie with his tail wagging. It's a horrible, horrible, unnecessary. You like dogs, huh? It's terrible. It's a bad movie. It's a bad part. Texas said, I'm amazed that a Trinity grad would have to rent a tux. I mean, you think Trinity grads own tuxes? Wait a minute, where, where do, oh, did you say that when you were I was t- running a tux for the ribbon-cutting ceremony. Oh, okay. I didn't see you here. He said, rent a tux. Do you own a tux? No. I would have thought you would have. Why? I don't know. Kind of the whole same way the Texas thinks it. Why would I ever? I mean, I wear it. The did, only time I've ever worn tuxes is to like weddings. Didn't you get married? I did. Did you wear a tux? I did. I rented it. You rented your wedding tux? Everybody rents their wedding tux. Why is it? Then why does women have to buy their dress? Can't they rent them? I think you probably can somewhere. I mean, because those dresses are expensive, right? So are the tuxes. We I've, had. I've never worn a tux. Jeez. We had. There was a summer where. Because all my friends would have the same. Like you, you go to the same place. Like after a while, when you're in weddings, like you, you, you know the drill. And so me and my buddy, who I lived with at the time, it was the summer of I guess 2011, 2012. Like we both were in five weddings. Four of them were the same, and then his brother was getting married, and my sister was getting married. So this was 2012. And so we go to the the wedding place, and, like, they're racking up. Like, we got fitted, and then, like, they, they hook up with, like, all the five tuxes that we have for these summers weddings that are coming up. And we were both were like, can we get some sort of, like, discount here? And the guy goes, I've actually never seen this before. I mean, it was a four-figure tux rental for five tuxes. It was terrible. I mean, if all the tuxes you rented, don't you think you probably would have saved money if you just bought one by now? But, I mean, you can't buy your – I can't be the only guy. The, the tuxes match for the groomsmen. So you can't just, like, buy your own tux and be standing out and wearing something that doesn't match everybody else. Oh, that would be funny. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> if, like, I'm in the middle of all my friends. They're all wearing these, like, turquoise, like, vests and, and ties, and I'm just wearing this all-black tux. What is the difference between a tux and a suit? Uh, I mean, tux. Other than a bow tie and a tie, maybe. That, that's kind of, I feel like, the, the big difference. Is that really? Well, that's it. Why don't you just buy a bow tie and wear a suit? It is. I mean, the, the buttons on the shirt are different. Are they? The actual okay. coat is different. The pants are different. It's... Because yeah. I only own one suit anyway as well. Yeah. Um, it was not fun. I mean, a couple of them, at least, I got to keep the tie, which was great. But, like, you know, it's like it's like bridesmaid dresses where they let I mean, you get to keep the bridesmaid dress, for the, I think, in, in almost all the weddings. But it's usually a dress that you would very rarely wear in, like, a non-wedding occasion. And that's pr- very much like the ties that you get from these weddings. I'm like, I don't have a shirt that goes with this tie. It's just I'm trying to see like the, I'm trying to get a little like upset. Like why, in all weddings, like so women get to buy and own everything, and the men only get to rent stuff. I think get to buy is a interesting way to put it. Well, I think I mean most women are like excited about buying a wedding dress, aren't they? Isn't that like a big thing for the? I mean, getting to buy a bridesmaid dress though, you may not like the dress. Like you've got no say in it. You've got well, to- yeah, because you're 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 at the, the mercy of your friend. Who takes it. Yeah, and then a lot of the weddings that I've been in, like the, they have. Like the oh. bridesmaid dresses are all—they're all the same color, but they're like a different oh, I know. type of dress. Listen, I've, come on, I watch a lot of movies. How many times do you think I haven't seen a bridesmaid disaster in terms of the dress? And yeah, the dress is just—it's just, yeah, different yeah. a little bit. So it's every sitcom ever made. And sometimes you get to pick, sometimes you don't get to pick. But it's—I uh, mean, I have. Yeah, we—I used to rent a lot of tuxes back in the day. I just never thought. I always assumed that like you bought the tux when you got. I mean, I get—I get like it's the renting if you're just going to maybe a wedding or an event if you don't. But I always assumed the man bought the tux. No. You rent. And like the groom's tux is always, usually. I think The I've grooms at, I can get because, you, like you said, yeah. you're, you're, you're. I've been in a couple of weddings where the groom had like the same tux as all the, the groomsmen, but usually it's like a little bit different. Like I think my tie was, I, I can't even, I, I bought like a, I rented like a very basic tux for, for our wedding. 
And you went cheap on your tux for your wedding. I think everybody, I appreciate people who went cheap on their tux. Like, I mean, I guess so. I we would always like wait. Like, we're like, all right, who's gonna, I mean, who's the best friend here who didn't make us pay like five hundred dollars to rent this tux? I think I bet you this. What did you give your groomsmen's the gift? Uh, I always thought it was a weird tradition. Like, why do you have to give them a gift? I got so actually, I got a hookup with um, this guy Jeff Ames who runs those. He's just this bourbon barrel company. Okay, and he created. He started this company where they have like these little tiny like, mini barrels that he would sort of like burn the logos of, of different athletic programs into. And so he had these U of L uh, bourbon barrels and he you know, was able to personalize all the, bur- the bourbon That's barrels cool. with my groomsman's name. It was like, and he like, yeah, I think he charged me like, I don't know. He may have just given them to me for free. For, he may have been charged. That is just a weird thing that you're getting married. And you, I mean, it should be like, isn't it like this would be like an honor to be a groomsman or best man of that matter. Like, so why should you get a gift if you're already being honored to be able to be in that position? I don't know. I kinda like I've gotten some very cool groomsman gifts. I guess if you're on the side of the groomsman, you like the idea. Yeah. But I'm looking at it from the perspective of the of the of the groom and the bride. I mean, you're dropping all this this dough on this wedding to begin with. And you still got to give them a gift. Yeah, but I mean, you're getting gifts from these people too. It's not like, yeah, but you're getting like married. You're supposed street. to be getting gifts. You don't go to someone's birthday and expect to you know get a gift because you're giving them one. You have a lot of deep seated opinions on weddings for somebody who's been to like one. <laughs> yeah, but- I would say I've been to more funerals than weddings, but I mean, really, is there a difference? Uh, <laughs> Texas, what is the cummerbund thing? Is that just a prom thing or what? <laughs> I've been in, I can't remember what, I think I've been in one wedding where you, we had a cummerbund. I've never worn a cummerbund. I think that was the only that time. That might come as a shock to you, I know, but. We had a, one of our weddings, it was, it was my best friend where I was the best man in Chicago, and uh, Danny Sonar from the podcast, his suspenders <laughs> like like didn't I, it's one of those things that's very much funnier to like visualize it i wish i had the picture that i could share right now but his suspenders were messed up so they were like very tight in the back and like very loose in the front so the, his, his pants like hiked like three-fourths of the way up his ass like <laughs> his wedding yes yeah, so he, no not his wedding uh, oh, Weber's. a wedding okay. but so he had to keep his jacket on like the entire night because he was so embarrassed and he could not get the suspenders fixed i think i, I did suspenders at my wedding um I've never worn suspenders, but I really want to make, I want to transition to them because as a big guy, the belt can be a difficult situation. I like suspenders. And it's not that like, it's not that I want belt that fits. I've got that, but it's just some odd times you've got to like tighten it so much. It leaves that, it leaves that mark on the way. I hate that. And it hurts. And I, I think I'm going to transition to suspenders. Texas, what about the treat bags that you leave for a kid's birthday party, Trevor? <laughs> <laughs> but don't you leave those for your out of town guests and stuff too in weddings? Yes. Okay. So yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, the, the, the birthday is still getting the short end, right? I here. always appreciate those too. <laughs> Texas says I've abstained from weed for two and a half weeks because I'm in the middle of a job search. The first hour of today's show is every bit as good. Much appreciated. Thank okay. you. You need a new job. <laughs> thank, thank you. <laughs> I hope it's one of those jobs that like you you have to quit to get it, and then once you get in there, you're like, you know, back to back to the reality, back to norm. But there was. I had a couple jobs. Have you ever had a job that made you get drug tested? Yeah, I, I, I bought a Tommy. I bought the Tommy Chong uh, urine luck offline. Did you really? Yeah. You want to talk about waste of money? I bought to get a job at Target. Like of all places, this is this is early two thousands. I'm between jobs. I'm bouncing jobs every couple of weeks. You've heard these stories. There's a reason why my list was so long. And I can't. They, they, That's so hilarious. I, I do this, and I never even showed up to my first day. I just this job sucks. When we worked at St. Joe's in the summer, <laughs> setting up the picnic and doing odd jobs around the the grounds, we had to get drug tested for that. And so a buddy of mine, my, my buddy Craig, who might be listening, he worked there the summer before I started. 
and he'd gotten drug tested and done the whole thing. And so the second year, I think he forgot. I think he didn't think that you had to do it again. I think he thought that if you did it the first year, you'd be like, you know, you were good for the next year. I would expect that too. And so when he realized he had to do it again, like he just started, he was like chugging water everywhere for like three days. Like we had like baseball games. He was bringing like a gallon of water to the games to just like try to. Does that actually? I don't know. Does that work? I've always heard that it does work. Like I and I remember when I worked when I worked at I I didn't work at Blockbuster, but I was going to sort of because they were buying out this video store I worked at. Like they made us do. They took it like hair to do the drug test. Oh really? I've, I've been, only done blood. Yeah. I, I've only done that, that's the first I've done. I've done that and I've done urine and like I, but I, I think I've, someone told me like the hair is more like. Oh yeah, I did urine. That's right. Yeah, yeah. hair will like will show up like if you smoked a quiver like four joints and I'm like, how, by the way, how do you do that, Matt? It's like I'm like an Armageddon looking at the drill card. I'm like. Equivalent of four joints in a month. Like, well, that was always the rumor for why Britney Spears <laughs> shaved her head that, when she went crazy that summer, like because they were going to drug test her hair. And she, oh, really? She I don't remember head. that. Yeah. Uh, as we end the first the the first hour on that note, <laughs> <laughs> I went to the love record to show the urine. The Tommy urine like did work. I just didn't take the job. Okay, there you go. Which was a waste of like twenty bucks. <laughs> uh, we'll try to talk some more some some sports actually in the second hour. No promises. Uh, I do have a question that I, I think is going to keep us away from sports for a while. If you want to hear that, keep it locked right here. Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. It's the Mike Rutherford Show. Here on 1450 and 96.1, the Big X. Donnie Darko, yeah. Is that, are these all Donnie Darko songs? Do you, do you think do you think the UB40 version of uh... could be? I don't remember the movie that well. I don't think I've seen it since college. Do you find that movie? I've never actually seen Donnie. There's Darko. some uplifting moments. You know, it's weird as I've never I've never watched Donnie Darko. I just I I, I mean I know this song. Oh, this is back to back days we've played a cover of Tears for Fears. Oh, that's right. We yesterday, did, yesterday was Weezer was, doing yeah. everybody wants when this is a. I mean, I, the theme has kind of been out there. You just haven't like actually said the, the, the exactly what it is, but we've pretty much just said it. Okay. Do you want me to say it? Sure, just say it. These are all songs that are covers that were written for movies. Okay. Or done for movies. Uh, the first one was the uh, Jamaican group doing Wild Wild Life from Cool Runnings. And then you had uh, the UB40 from Sliver, which is a cover. And then this was the guy, Gary Jules, the cover of Mad World made for Donnie Darko. Okay. So the other movies are songs that are co- famous, not necessarily famous, but they're covers that were done just for the movie soundtrack. Okay. I would never have guessed that. But yeah. This was going to be yesterday's theme, and I just got like a wild hair in my butt. I was like, let's do more covers. Let's do Weezer. <laughs> <laughs> Which people care. Steve were giving me crap about that. TJ was like, 
Because I told you they were giving us scoots, you know, dirt for his uh, his music choices recently, right? Yes, he's been he's been a trying time for scoots. And Shay, who was one of the ones leading the charge, was then like, I guess he 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 accepted Scoot's apology on the show today, but then he like started attacking TJ for something. Okay, and you know, I just made a joke. I was like, "Look out, Roush! Shay is on the warpath. You're next." And like TJ was like, "You're lucky he didn't hear that crap music you played on Rutherford's show today." Like it was Weezer Wednesday. What do you What do you want? I mean, it wasn't great. I mean, don't blame me. Blame Weezer. <laughs> and it was okay as long as they you know kept their covers in the in the right you know genre for you. Well, yeah. I mean, even those weren't weren't great. <laughs> so, we laughing last night thinking about it. There's three I like. Three they, I can't do <laughs> they, they can't do TLC. They can't do TLC. Or, or Benny, Benny King. King or Michael Jackson. The Michael Jackson one was, was borderline, <laughs> but still not good. Stay in your wheelhouse, Weezer. Say it ain't so. Say it ain't so. <laughs> uh, we have details available now for the celebration of life for Denny Crum. It's going to yes. take place uh, m- next Monday, May 15th. It's going to happen at the KFC Yum Center, 7 o'clock. It'll be free and open to the public. Uh, those who want to attend, they'll be able to claim a free ticket. Additional details for how to claim tickets, how to watch the live stream, and plan guest speakers are going to be released once finalized. Uh, Rick Bose did put out there today that that three of the several speakers at this event are going to be Kenny Payne, Daryl Griffith, and Junior Bridgman. So I mean, you, you'd expect a decided U of L flair. I'm sure more former players will be involved. Uh, I'd be willing to bet that some former coaches will be involved. Uh, if you want to offer an expression of sympathy with a donation to the Denny Crum Scholarship Fund Foundation. Uh, you can do that at www.dennycrum.com. Oh, God. www.dennycrum.com. Good Lord, I cannot talk today. It's hard thing to say a little bit, though. It, is. it, was, it, was, it, was, uh, it was tricky. Denny Crum Scholarship Fund. Let me say it again. www.dennycrum.com. It's like, like what was the old video where they're... Uh... Brian Gumbel's trying to describe the uh, the uh, at sign in the internet. It's like www. Who says the www anymore? I know. Like, <laughs> does anybody ever say that when they when they read an internet? They don't. <laughs> a website. Um, I'm gl- I'm really glad though that there's going to be hopefully a stream or or some way. I mean, I, yeah. I, I guess you could say Trevor and be, don't be lazy and go. Well, you know, <laughs> you can wish in one hand and you bleep in the other. So it fills up first on that one. But the uh, yeah, I, I, I really want to watch. I I was hope and I was hoping they'd do something like that because, I mean, I didn't expect like the 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 do the, the levels of like the Ollie thing, right? But it'll be kind of like you didn't have thing. to drive to any around town or do you know? It'll be more of a local flair, I think. But yeah. it, but it should 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 still be kind of a an event in itself for sure. And I'm glad they're doing. I mean, doing it a smaller level than Ollie, but yeah, but still well deserved. And I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing it. When I saw they were going to do that and. The same I seen they were streaming it, but I'm just like, I'm glad to hear they are. For sure. The same basic concept, though, because the Ali thing, it was free uh, to anybody who wanted to go to the yep. game center and you could get a ticket and go. I was thankful. I mean, I was fortunate enough. John got us tickets. We were on the floor for that. John was the, great in, in, his, in his He was awesome. There, yeah. He was incredible he was. for the uh, the Ali ceremony. He actually, and this is a, a very cool story, Like I knew that that. When I first met John, he said one time that, like, you know, whenever Muhammad does pass, he'd already they'd already planned out the the big details of, of his celebration mm-hmm. and that John was going to be one of the speakers along with, um, with Bill Clinton and uh, Clinton ended up speaking though. Didn't he, he did. Oh, I couldn't remember. Yeah, okay. With Brian Gumbel and, yeah. um, Billy Crystal, Billy Crystal. Mm-hmm. I think he was like, those are the big four. I was like, Oh my God, I was like, it's a pretty, pretty big list there. 
Uh, and then it wound up coming to fruition. And the week that he was getting ready to speak, he's like, he's like, I really trust your opinion. He sent me his speech and he was like, would you take a look at this and like, let me know your thoughts. And I remember I got like halfway done with it. I was sitting on the couch with Mary and I was like, this is very good. Yeah, it was like, really, like, good, yeah. really, really good. Um, I was like, don't, I was like, yeah, just, just don't change anything. This is perfect. Yeah. I, for some reason I thought, I remember, I thought, I remember Clinton being there. I was thinking for some reason he was, he, he spoke, he, he was under the weather. So he just ended up not speaking he or something. He sounded weird. Like, he wasn't, okay. he wasn't great. I'll, I'll say that. I, I hate to like, you know, no, you're well, celebration, it, it, but you don't, you don't want to judge, but he wasn't. Well, by comparison, I mean, John and Billy, Crystal John and Billy were, yeah, Billy with the whole Howard Snellenberger stories and. I mean, Al Snowberger, Howard, Howard Cosell's. Howard Cosell. Yeah, those stories. I mean, that was just, I mean, yeah. It was, I, I had to do, I was doing, I was on the air during the first part of that. When they were driving around Louisville, I was on the air during that point. And then I got to get home in time to watch most of it. I think maybe I didn't get home at the beginning. Maybe that's why I missed Clinton. Maybe that's what I was thinking. That's why I didn't see him because I had to go home and like right when it was starting. But John said that. I kind of wish I DVR'd it because, but even though I don't have that, that DVR box anymore. But yeah. John said that after, so he, so he does the speech. Billy Crystal's immediately after him, and he mm. goes and sits down. So they're they're sitting down in order of the way that they're speaking. And Billy Crystal leans over and goes, "Didn't know you were doing an Ali impression too." Like because <laughs> Billy Crystal was doing his Ali impression when yeah. he got up there and did it. Uh, but it was yeah, th- that was a, a surreal experience to be there on on the floor watching that whole thing uh, play out. And then uh, Denny Crumbs, I'm sure, will be locally at least just as big of a deal oh, or, yeah. or close to as big of a deal for sure. And like you, like, like you said, I know that the Ali thing was broadcast nationally, but the crumb celebration will at the very least be streaming here. So if you can't make it out there, you'll be able to watch from anywhere in the country, which will be a very good thing for L fans. So I was excited to hear those details. And, and I think that it will be looking forward to that. Yeah. It'll surely be an emotional night, but a, a very good night. For everyone associated with Cardinal, yeah, the trivia video like Global put out was really good too. I thought it was great. Yeah, yeah I, the, I thought that, that was awesome. The video production team, and you can say what you will about the various athletic programs, but the the video department for all sports right now is just they're crushing it. That's how I feel about WWE sometimes. What do like you, mean? The, you ever watch like WWE? Like the storylines sometimes are just so bad and the scripts are so horrible. But when you watch a pay per view, the, the production team for every match will do like like a ten minute like video package. Okay. And I don't. It, I could know. I could be watching every week and knowing the storyline and hate it, and they would just get me wanting to see it after that ten minute production. Like their production people at WWE are just awesome. Like they will. I'm like, I hate this. I don't want to watch this match. And then I'll watch their like little video package. I'm like, I can't wait. Let's get they, it going. Let's get pumped. Let's roll. Yeah. I'm like, they do it every time. This is one why one reason why their their pay per views like five hours long with like two hours of wrestling because every match has to have like a ten to fifteen minute production video because they know it's the only way you're gonna get hyped to watch it, and it, it works. Another way you can watch it in a vacuum, like not watch any WB, but watch the pay per view by itself. They will they will give you the story in every production. But that's yeah, I, Louisville's does a great job too as well. Um, real quickly, Louisville softball is, is in action right now as we speak in the hmm. ACC tournament quarterfinals. They're the four seed in the tournament. They're taking on fifth seeded Virginia Tech, who is nationally ranked. Uh, they were down big early. Uh, they were down nine to three. They've stormed back. It's now nine to eight in the bottom of the sixth. They just had a runner thrown at home on apparently a, a controversial call, but. The Cards trying to to battle into the ACC tournament semifinals. Uh, we'll keep you updated on everything going on there. I they did should, see they, they should let men do softball in college and women do overhand pitching as well. There you go. Uh, I, I did see that U of L had three players on that softball team who were named first team All ACC earlier this week, including Sarah Gordon, who was named the league's freshman of the year. They've had a, nice. a, after a couple of down years, uh, they've had a, a really good season. They only lost like six games in conference play this year, and they're they're I think they're in one of the polls. They're nationally ranked at number twenty five, so should have a good shot to make the NCAA tournament. Uh, which has been too long since we've been playing that. Has it been a while? Yeah, we had we had some good years there in the mid two thousand, the mid aughts, 
and then we've kind of fallen off recently, but hopefully we can get back, get it back going a little. Bit. I mean, yeah. Sorry, I, I just it's I, don't, I knew we had a softball team. I just didn't really, I just not really follow it that much. Thank you for your input. Though. I'm try. I'm I try. I'm showing interest. I mean, I'm trying to. The bad news, if <laughs> you mentioned baseball and passing, there, I don't know if you've seen this, but there are multiple outlets that cover college baseball, including Baseball America, that are Who's now re- that are now time. reporting that Dan McDonald is a candidate for the vacant coaching spot at Alabama. Because Alabama fired their coach with the whole gambling scandal. It's an it's SEC school, big is, money down there. Is the joke too easy to say, what are the odds? Yeah. <laughs> I, mean. I mean, this is this is something that's happened now for, I feel like, four of the last five years where a, a job at an SEC program has come open. Yeah, McDonald's been ruled, been named a candidate in all those instances. And every single time, UofL has ponied up something to keep him around here. You know, they gave him a raise. He got a contract extension. Uh, he they found the money for their new hitting facility, their new locker rooms. Um, he's got everything that he's asked for here. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, I, I, and I could be wrong because baseball is not my expertise in collegiate baseball, but it's it is much better than it is with softball. We're a better program now, Alabama, right? Yes. I'm, when's, I've never seen Alabama even. Alabama's in a, got more money, and 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 they're in the SEC. Though. Well, they're in the SEC, and they got more money probably because of the football stuff. It gives them more money, but well, the SEC in general. In the SEC in general, but I mean, but as a baseball, pro, I mean, they're not even in our. They're not even near us, right? They are. We've done more in two years than they've done in probably a, in their their school history. They are perennially like not a great team in the the SEC. No, I've never seen them compete in anything. They have not been to the College World Series. I just looked it up since 1999. I knew they went because there's only one team in the SEC that's never been. Well, they've been. Yeah, we know that. (laughs) They've been the runner-up in the College World Series twice, 83 and 97. They've never won a national title. Um, They have not been. They they went to the NCAA tournament in 2021. That was the first time they'd been since 2014. So, so, okay, they've only been been to the tournament in 10 years. Well, no, I just said that. I just said they they went in twenty twenty one. Oh, 2020. that was their first time since they since twenty fourteen they've been in my head. I heard, I heard you say two thousand. I heard two thousand one and two thousand fourteen. Well. Okay. I don't know why. Um, well, I mean the runner up. I mean eighty. Well, I mean eighty three ninety seven. That was before they even changed the rules of College World Series. They had a nice little run. They they went to the NCAA tournament every year but one from two thousand two through uh, through twenty fourteen, and then since then they've only been once. So they've fallen on hard times. They're trying to revive that yeah, program. They're not us. Um, yeah, you'd like to think that Dan McDonald has unfinished business here, but uh, this is—I uh, don't like that. The only time I don't I've, like that report. And watch this be watch this be the one that happens, and, and I'm because I'm not scared of it. Because the only time I ever really was scared with McDonald even was the Texas job. I think that's a program I know that's better that, that's better than us with history. I was scared. Like I feel it, like you had to, if, if, two cycles ago when it was Ole Miss. That Ole Miss, op- I guess, that opened yeah. up because he had had. I think that he was very close to taking that job from what I'd heard. And there were people who were close to the program who reached out, told me like at, at one point in time, like they think he's taking it. And it came down to like, we were going to offer him more than they could, which is saying something. And they're a good program too. Though. Yeah. They just won the national title. A couple no, I mean, but even before then, they had a yeah, solid program. Uh, Mississippi state also came calling. Yeah. Texas did come calling at one point. Every single time we've been able to fend off these, you know, these programs that seemingly have uh, as much or more to offer than we do, at least in some, facets of but, their program but i mean I, I know we don't have the history past like 2005 or, or him dan showing up here but of all these schools like there's i mean there, there can't be more than a handful of schools that have been more successful us in the last last 20 years no but but the advantages are and we do give warm them, I mean, weather money bigger fan base 
conference affiliation. Right. The ACC is good at baseball. The SEC is is typically better. I know better. Yeah, I get that. And they have they they do have more money. They do put more resources into baseball down there than we do. I mean, we we put a good amount in though, do we not? I mean, we do, but not as much as those schools. I mean, look mm-hmm. at those look at those stadiums. Look at how many people are at those games. Look at the, how much money they're paying their coaches. Look at the the talent that goes down there. Look at their recruiting areas. Like there are again, it's what has made Louisville baseball's ascent to national prominence such a crazy story. We're not supposed to be in an area or in a situation where we have been a. You're not supposed to be a national powerhouse in a place like Louisville. Other than attendance, which I think I'm not saying our attendance is bad, but I guess I, I, it's I, just not there with that. I get and I get that. Yes, I mean there's not you can't like it's not bashing our attendance, but yes, I agree with that. But other than that, I feel like there's nothing else we can compete on every other level. I mean, we we we're willing to pay him money. We're like you said, we're willing to give the facilities. We're willing, I mean, you've got Patterson Stadium, which is nice. I guarantee is anywhere else. Yeah, it's I mean, not. It's not really. I mean, not, those SEC schools are like minor league baseball stadiums. Like, look at look at Ole Miss Stadium. Look at Mississippi State Stadium. Look look at some of those places. They've got like it is. It's different. It, it's just like they're Jim Patterson Stadium is is a very nice stadium. It's not like what they play in in the South or in some places in the West Coast. It's just it's different. It's not. Um, Maybe I'm just talking about butt. But like as far as success on the field, like he's proven that you can have more success here than those places that have those Nicole advantages. Nick. Oh, Nick Kern. I'm just talking baseball, just real. <laughs> Nick Curran will join the program here shortly as we get our Louisville Bats uh, update. <laughs> we were talking baseball, that was I wouldn't even probably remember. He's probably like, where is he? <laughs> Nick, we're sorry. I don't know what's happened this week. Uh, as Trevor calls Nick Curran, we'll get you. <laughs> we'll get you ready for your Louisville Bats baseball update of the week. As the Bats uh, are back home after a couple of weeks on the road. Um, they've had some, I mean, if you ever wanted to go to a Louisville Bats baseball game or follow a, a team or get involved and in, invested in a season, this is the year to do it. The offense is insane. Matt McClain is putting up outrageous offensive numbers. Ellie De La Cruz is doing things that minor leaguers aren't supposed to be able to do. Christian Encarnacion Strand is blasting 450-foot home runs. Like, this is as fun of a team to follow as we've had here in a long time. And the guys that we're talking about that are starring for the Bats are like almost guaranteed to be big time major league players once they make that jump to the uh, to the, to the Reds or wherever they wind up playing. Um, so this is a a fun time to be a Bats fan. Uh, they've now won two straight games over Columbus. They're continuing the series uh, this week, and we're going to talk to Nick Curran, uh, the voice of Bats baseball. You can hear all the action of Louisville Bats baseball here on fourteen fifty the Big X, and he is joining us now, Nick Curran. Uh, welcome back onto the program. Thanks so much time. Uh, thanks so much for spending some time with us here on a uh, on a lovely Thursday in Louisville. Yeah, yeah. Anytime. I'm trying to get to a sorry, trying to get to a quieter place uh, in the midst of loud music and BP. It's it's okay. Uh, Trevor dropped the ball. It's entirely Trevor's fault. Don't worry. He was supposed to call you like six minutes ago. Good thing he knows me and understands this. So <laughs> it's like he's, like he's not shocked. You can yeah, blame I, whatever you want on Trevor. I penciled in like four twenty, four twenty-five. We're good. Four twenty would be appropriate. Uh, we've got uh, the bats. <laughs> Winning games now, putting up some outrageous offensive numbers. I was just talking about before you came on. Even if you're not like a a diehard baseball fan, this feels like the perfect time, the perfect season, the perfect team to jump on. I mean, they are doing every single game. It feels like Matt McClain or Ellie De La Cruz or Christian Cross. Somebody is doing something outrageous right now for the bats offensively. Yeah, it's a fun it's a fun team. Uh, we've been talking a lot about it with uh, Jim Kelch on. On, on the air and off, like 
can't remember a time when, um, you know, the the Louisville team has had this many position player prospects that are this highly touted at the same time. So it, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, and, you know, those guys, and then really up and down the lineup, there's a lot of positives right now. So um, it, it's just a fun team, fun team to watch, and they're scoring a lot of runs and, um, yeah, winning some games. I, I think, um, you know, it'll be fun as uh, long as we continue to, to have these guys, and, and that's a good reason to come out because you don't know how long that will be. So uh, um, it's, uh, it's definitely something to see right now, though. I know all eyes here locally for a long time, at least for for me and fellow Reds fans, have been on Ellie De La Cruz, who certainly is doing some extraordinary things. But Matt McClain, International League Player of the Week, hit for the cycle recently. He just won't stop raking. He's, I mean, he's every bit as impressive so far as De La Cruz has been, if not more so. He, he is in, in the zone right now offensively. Yeah, he, I mean, he's been so consistent all year. And um, it's impressive because he can do a little bit of everything. Um, he gets on base. He can kind of take a ball to the opposite field if that's what the pitcher's given him. He can hit for power, has among the most extra base hits in the league. Uh, he, he just does a, a little bit of everything and just has a great um, sort of demeanor about him, um, the same every day and happy to, to be here and, and uh, obviously having a lot of success. And he's been just a, a ton of fun to watch and, you know, hit for – Hit for a cycle last week in Omaha and has Homer now in two straight games here. Um, it, it's it's been pretty remarkable to see how consistent he's been this season. Talking about De La Cruz, though, I, I saw the, the the stat that's been flying around everywhere the last uh, 24 hours or so. De La Cruz having three hits over 116 miles an hour uh, back on Tuesday night. Something that no major league team has ever had. Three of those in a game. Um, two of them were were home runs. One of them was lefty. Two of them were righty. I mean, he's—he seems to be. I know it's early. He certainly seems to be the real deal. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt. He looks the part. I mean, he's just an impressive-looking guy when you see him. He's uh, enormous and just so athletic and so fast. Um, it's, it doesn't take long to see that. And then, like you said, what he does at the plate. I mean, you know, numbers like that don't don't lie. He can uh, he can hit, and I think. One of the things that, as he got active here with the bats early on, that Alex Pelaya, as the bats hitting coach, has been working with him on is just sort of settling in and not trying to do too much. I think maybe pressing when he first got here because that's, you know, kind of what he's been used to doing over the course of his career. But um, he's definitely picked it up and I, I think has been willing to, to take some pitches and and wait for what he wants. And, and uh, we've seen the results and, uh, that same game, he hit a home run from both sides of the plate, as you mentioned. That's only the second time in, in Louisville franchise history going back to 1982 that a guy has homered um, from both sides of the plate in the same game. Uh, just crazy stuff that uh, that he's he's been able to do. And we have seen a lot of him kind of coming up over the last couple of years, and I don't think there's any doubt. It's it's the real deal here getting to see it in person. It's It's really impressive. The the individuals putting up big time numbers are that's always great, but the team's starting to win now. We're, we're, we're producing W's now. It feels like we're on a little bit of a tear. Yeah, I, you know, it's like I said, it's it's kind of up and down the lineup right now. Guys are just swinging the bat really, really well, and um, you know, those three guys 
that you talked about kind of get the attention, but um, Chucky Robinson, the best catcher, obviously doesn't play every day as a catcher, so plays usually a couple days in a row and then a day off, but uh, he fluctuates between being call- having enough plate appearances to be qualified for the, the league lead in batting average, but when he does, he, he leads the league in batting average, hitting some 425 or so. Right now on the year, he's been incredible. T.J. Hopkins, another outfielder, has been amazing all year with the bat. And um, there's just a lot of guys. If you're an opposing pitcher, you just don't have any spots where you can kind of take a batter off and just feel like you're definitely going to get an out. They just keep coming at you. And uh, it's cliche, but it's true. And it's it's a lot of fun to watch. And it's why uh, they've been able to win. Um, they were down 9-2 on Tuesday night. And you just never feel like they're out of it. Came back and won 10-9. Um, it's it's a relentless lineup right now, and it's it's uh, it's fun to watch, and it's one that I think uh, opposing pitchers are not looking forward to having to face when they uh, when they see the bats coming up. Everyone's definitely excited to have the bats back in town now, I, as we have uh, the first two games of a or three games of a twelve game homestand. Uh, I think you're probably more excited than anybody after spending two weeks on the road. That had to have been. Uh, not ideal Omaha and Iowa the last couple of weeks. That's got to be tough being away from home for that long, especially with you having, you know, a, a young one back home. Yeah, it's tough. Um, it's uh, whew, this trip definitely. A lot of people commenting on it felt like it was about a month long. Um, there's Des Moines is a, a kind of a sleepy, a sleeper great city. Um, so um, Des Moines is cool. Um, we're not really in Omaha in Nebraska. We're in. Papillion, Nebraska, which is probably 20, 25 minutes outside of Omaha, and there's uh, there's not a lot around where we stay outside of like a Cabela's, a Costco, and a Hooters. Uh, there's not a whole lot else around, so uh, it feels ridiculously long when you're there. We <laughs> we were there for eight nights with the second half of that trip, had an off day there, and it just felt like just get us home and um, ease the blow. A little bit of the of the five a.m. flight on Monday because I think everyone was just looking forward to getting out of there. I, I would just like to add a Cabela's, a Costco, and a Hooters on a Friday night is one hell of an evening. Having spent some time in Iowa and in that part of the Midwest and Omaha as well, it's uh, it's it's that's the nightlife. That's what they got for you. It's great. It's like crazy. Some crazy stories have come from those three places. They love I, the I Iowa Cubs. I, I wish I could have gotten through all three of those places <laughs> on a Friday night, uh, but that's obviously it's their damn Bambi walk. <laughs> We were playing, so we got to see them on, like, Wednesday night, and it was probably less crazy. We're talking with Nick Kern, the voice of Louisville Bats Baseball. You can hear all the action of the Bats right here on 1450 The Big X. As far as promotions are concerned, being back home, uh, lots of stuff going on at the ballpark. I know it's college night tonight. What else do we have on the uh, on the agenda for the next four days? Yeah, some discounted tickets with student IDs tonight, $2 beer naturally, so that's huge. Uh, tomorrow night, really exciting night. It is uh, 502 Connect night, as we're calling it, the uh, debut of the 502 Connect jerseys, which are new this year, baby blue look, kind of a a play on the City Connect jerseys that they have in the big leagues. And, and tomorrow night, um, a, a special night to um, to be able to, to give proceeds from both a portion of ticket sales and some special T-shirts that will be on sale tomorrow night, and 100% of those proceeds will go uh, to the foundation supporting uh, families of the victims of the old national shooting, and, and we're going to have a lot of first responders, uh, police, et cetera, out here, and local dignitaries all in, in support of that effort. So that'll be a really cool night. Hopefully 
folks can make it out, check out the new jerseys, and, and be part of a, a really great cause tomorrow. And then uh, Saturday, Redbirds night here for uh, four former Redbirds players or manager, including uh, Joe Patini, who managed the 1995 Redbirds team to a, a league championship. They'll be here. The Bats will wear the, the Redbirds unis and throw it back to to the 90s for a night. Fireworks after that game. So that will be a lot of fun tomorrow night and and Saturday night at 7.15. Tonight's at 6.35, of course. And then Sunday, uh, Mother's Day here. It, it'll be a, a great day. Stuff for the kids. Kids eat free every Sunday. Kids uh, inflatables and, and can run the bases post-game and a special uh, play catch with mom in the outfield after the game as well on Sunday. And the first 500 moms through the gates get uh, get a carnation here on Sunday. So uh, something for everyone this weekend and, and just, uh, just the start of a – of a two-week homestand. So it's uh, exciting times. Great to be back home and great to be here for an extended period and, and will be a great weekend here at the ballpark. Trevor, why don't you get Nancy out on the field on Sunday? You, you and her mom. Sunday. Be play, fun. play catch yeah. on the field. We can make, run the bases. Make, no, you're playing catch. It's catch with mom. I mean, she wants to hit a Louisville Redbird. It'd be perfect. There you go. Uh, he is Nick Curran. He's the voice of Louisville Bass Baseball. You hear him right here tonight after we get off the air. 635. Coverage will start for uh, Louisville versus Columbus. Nick, we always appreciate the time. Uh, we'll see you at the ballpark. Thanks, guys. We'll uh, we'll see you soon. All right, Nick Curran, he's the best. We love him. Uh, we love the Louisville Bats. Yeah, could your mom? I mean, could she? Could she catch? Is she? Athletic oh no, at all? my no. mom, my mom, not, not at all. Not a chance. Like I'll I'll mess with her. Like just like toss her something in the house. Just to, I I grew up doing that. It's just it's just a disaster. I mean, she's she looks like like a like the like the something you see out of a movie like the nerd who who can't. Like, like in Sandlot, before he learns to catch. That's my mom's. That's, like, that's how she's, she's like, she's like grabbing with her, I know I'm doing, we need the YouTube cameras next week to see Same. this, but they're, they're coming. she's like grasping the air with her arms, it's just, it's, I would always, it's so bad. I was always, I still am now, even as like a 38 year old, like bouncing like balls around the house, I would always like a little like Louisville like stuff ball that I would shoot hoops, and like every now and then I would be like, mom catch. And she like didn't understand the physics of like she would just like smack the ball with her left hand. Like, <laughs> and like I was like, you have to close your hand to catch something. And as I got older and realized just how unathletic she was, oh, yeah. I was like, you know, I I mean, I was a decent athlete growing up. I was like, I probably could have been incredible if I'd had a mother with any sort of athletic DNA whatsoever. Like I was like, you made me not go like be able to play like college sports. Yeah, my mom's like five foot with no catching ability. I mean, I, yeah, I could I could have been in the NBA right now. Exactly. Our, like, mo- our mom screwed us. Amazing. I got to six three alone, <laughs> and I can catch. Yeah, if I took my <laughs> taking my mom out on the field for Mother's Day catch would be like the meanest thing I could do to my mom. On oh Mother's yeah, Day. Like, she I hate it. I'd probably am getting arrested because on the way back they're like, "Why does your mom have a black eye there, Mister <laughs> Mister Kelsey?" Damn. I tried to throw the ball as low as I could, officer. I blocked. <laughs> you, you make that joke. I had a an aunt who who brought her then boyfriend, now husband, to like Easter when we were growing up, and he like not the biggest athlete in the world, but like a soft. I knew like I was big into baseball as a yeah. kid. So he brought his glove and wanted to throw, and like I'm I'm throwing rock. I'm I'm way better than this guy at like nine years old. And I at one point like throw him, and my dad was like, "You need to ease up a little bit." Like I threw him like a laser after filling a ground ball, drilled him right in the eye. Like just just totally missed it, blacked <laughs> his eye, like blood. He looked like that guy at Derby with the eye like in the fight. Like that was, and I felt really bad about it. But also like you know, you bring in the glove, get ready for the heat. It's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I ever blackened anybody's eye by hitting him with a bat. Not that I mean, maybe I did when I was a kid. I just don't remember it. But I just nothing really sticks out. My mom just texted and said, "Yes, please don't take me to a baseball field." <laughs> Confirming, I, I know, mom. But if you do have a mom who would love to play catch on the field, take her out there Sunday, 
Mother's Day at the ballpark. Saturday, like uh, like Nick was saying, is Redbirds Day. They're one of the throwbacks. They'll have some former players there signing some autographs. To, uh, Friday, tomorrow night, is 502 Connect. Those jerseys are gorgeous, those baby blues. Oh, yeah. I know I'm talking about, yeah. I yes. love Redbirds Day, too, because I just... I miss being the Redbirds. I'm sorry. I nothing against the bats. I just they're both going to be fun nights. Also tomorrow night, uh, they're selling limited edition T-shirts that are going to benefit the old National Bank Fund from the shooting last month. Uh, and tonight, college night. If you're a college kid, you want some drinks, want some cheap tickets, make it out to the ballpark. And hey. bats, bats have won three in a row. We're hot. Is that shooting been a month now? Uh, last month. Yeah. Okay, because I, I was listening to something and in, in, uh, I had it on Spectrum News or whatever, and Lachlan was like, I thought he said. Uh, a month ago, and I'm like, I think it was. I mean, already? I think it was like this exact yeah, April 10th, so over a month okay, now. Yeah. yeah, I just didn't realize it had been a month already. It just seemed like it's, I mean, time flies, I guess, but yeah, it does for sure. I was thinking, Rick, when we come back, uh, some text from you guys at 502 414 1450. I still need to get to this question that came up last week. Um, <laughs> yeah, but we, we didn't, we can't remember to call our guests a little from to do what we say we're going to do an hour ago. I knew, I just, <laughs> I just didn't say anything. No, yeah, I was, right. I was just, no, your you. look when I said Nick Curran was like, <laughs> Like the kind of expression, like the facial facial expression you get on a parent, you just realize the kid's still in the backseat of the car, no, the, and you went in, and you're like, "Oh crap!" The sad thing was, I didn't know what you were talking about. I'd, I'd forgotten that we had anything to do today. So, like, I you were like, "I got a call." I was like, "What for? What?" I just, Ooh, <laughs> I was at the clock and it said four twenty. I'm like, "Ooh, oh!" <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. More Rutherford show. The madness continues after this here on fourteen fifty. The Big Axe. Won't you let me walk you home from school? Won't you let me meet you at the pool? Maybe Friday I can get tickets for the dance And I'll take You know who this is right? Ellie Smith. Yep. He uh, he he, he did this and another song for the movie Thumbsucker. I've never heard of that. Movie. Never heard of the movie. Didn't know it until I did my Google search and I ran across it. Was happy because I knew you'd like it. Yeah, I like the song a lot. Uh, it was later put on his last album, I guess, New Moon. Yeah. It was that. Both songs actually that were he made for that that movie were. Uh, the movie came out after he passed, but he had recorded the songs. I think the, when I was reading about it, the director was like he was in a bad place. He always like, was. Yeah, I think it was that, and also when he did, um, I think it was when, I, when he recorded, like, even Good Will Hunting, the yeah, director was. was like, he's just... Yeah. He always was, I think. Yeah. Was the, but, he um, had a couple of posthumous albums after that, but it, like, that was near that the was, end. Yeah, that was, the new, that, 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 was, that was from the movie Thumbsucker, which I'd never seen. I never don't know the yeah, movie. Never it's, heard it never heard it. It's got, uh, it's got a bunch of people in it, though. But it's, it came out in 05, I believe. But of course that was so he uh and thirteen, I mean it's I don't know. I mean it's I know it's a big star as the original. But like I can't like I hear that song and just cannot help but think of seventy show. Cause it that's the final song that plays at the end of seventy show. Oh, okay. With uh I Donna and, and Eric on the car and it's an iconic song. It's a great song. It is. Uh did you see last night they announced the the all NBA teams? 
and Donovan Mitchell was named second team All-NBA. He's just the second former Louisville player to be named All-NBA first, second, or third team. Wes Unseld, the other? The other was Wes Unseld, who made the uh, All-NBA first team back in 68-69, the same year where he was named MVP and Rookie of the Year. One of the second person, that only another one, two people, one of two people. That's right. And Donovan was not happy about that, though. About being on second team? He wasn't. He... Oh, who... Well, okay, I guess I'd have to ask who's on the first team, but... Oh, actually, I don't know. I don't know my head. Now, do they still do positionless or by position, like two guards, two forwards, center in the NBA when they do this, or do they go to positionless teams? I think they just go to positionless teams. I think it's just like the, I, I knew they talked about it at one point doing that, but I don't remember if they did or not. I mean, I'm assuming I'm assuming Embiid, Jokic. Um, well, that would be your center, one of your centers, yeah. But I mean, I'm just saying, like the first team, Giannis. Oh. Who else? Oh, Embiid and Jokic would be obviously if, if they're not if they're doing positionless, those two guarantee because you're two front runners. For and Giannis, Embiid. I think, would be the, the, the top. I mean, the cap. I mean, I, I guess I would assume. I mean, I'm trying to think of Devin Booker would be up there. I would think. I mean, Tatum, Tatum probably. Yeah. Um. God, this this internet. Is, I swear to God, it's gonna kill me. I mean, I'm trying to think who all in the East is, but East is so it's bad. It's gonna kill me. It's, it's <laughs> gonna kill me. Um. Here it is. Okay. First team, Giannis, Joel Embiid, Jokic, Tatum, and Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Okay. Okay, who averaged like 30 points yeah. a game on a team that, that won like 13 games. Or they were the first team, uh, all-NBA first team. Donovan was second team. And when he found out last night, he tweeted out uh, F-O-H, which means uh, bleep out of here. Oh, okay, good. I'm glad you – I was trying to figure out what the O-H stood for. Just letting you know. Yeah, I mean, why couldn't you just write that? I think it's maybe less jarring if you just use the abbreviation. I don't understand why we still use like abbreviations for stuff anymore. Like, I get when Jerry, we, I got bad news for you. It's not going away anytime soon, bud. I mean, I get when we had keyboard, we had to type stuff with like three letters per button. It made sense, but like everybody has keyboards now. Just write the damn thing. It's it's not going to happen, man. Because <laughs> I, I got to Google it and figure out what it is half the time. It's annoying. You're, <laughs> you're gonna have to get over that pretty quickly because that ain't happening. It's here to stay. <laughs> It's, it's here. You can FOH. <laughs> there you go. Perfectly done. See? I don't, I see, I read that. I'm like, he wants me to FO? <laughs> like, what's, is, is that like, some, like a, a charity group? What, what is that? <laughs> I told you when Twitter first became a thing, and all like the UVL players, they would tweet out, you know, O-O-M-F. Uh, was always stood for like one of my followers, and you would, it was like a, I don't, see, I would have had to Google that. Old, this is an old thing. This is like yeah. from like 2011. <laughs> but it was like one of those things like you would tweet out like, "Oh, MF like could get it" or something like that. And like Danny, who's like also was was very new to the world, was like, "We got to find out who this OMF girl is." <laughs> yeah. he's, he's like, he's like, he's like, I gotta, I gotta know who she is. Like they're all tweeting about her. I keep thinking you're saying like EMF, like the band that did Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody says that anymore. By the time I was like, I don't think it's one person. I think that I think it's just a vague reference to somebody who follows them. Uh, but props to Donovan Mitchell, even if he's disappointed. It's still yeah, it's pretty still, cool accomplishment for a former Cardinal. I mean, other than Shea, I mean, I, I don't know if you could really. I mean, you couldn't argue him over any of the other. Th- other yeah, I wonder really. who the because in his mind, he clearly thinks that he should have been first team. I wonder who he's pissed off about. I mean, I guess it could be I guess Tatum. Ghost Alexander. I mean, was that what did Tatum actually? I mean, I know he had. I'm sure he had good numbers because I mean it's the NBA today. But I mean, still, he put up. I mean, he averaged, well, he averaged 30 points. So that's what I was 18 in real NBA. So yeah, I mean. For the record, like Donovan was the. I mean, Jalen Brown was twenty six. Yeah, d- well, 
Donovan was the least, like the lowest vote getter on the second team. So he was the he wasn't like the first guy left off the first team. Uh, second team, by the way, was Jimmy Butler, Jalen Brown, uh, Jokic. I take it back. Jokic was not first. Team. They have to. Doncic do... was John. Doncic. Luca was first team. Okay. Do they do they do positions still? Then they have to because that there's no way you don't put Jokic and, and beat on the same first team. Well, they have to go. I guarantee they do two guards, two forwards, and center still. Maybe. Um, that's, that's the way it looks because I mean, we get second team is Butler, Brown, Jokic, Curry, and Mitchell. And the, the third team is LeBron, Julius Randle, DeMontis Sabonis, De'Aaron Fox, and Damian Lillard. So, yeah, that's what it that's looks like. two guards, two forwards, and center, yeah. Which seems silly. Like, just make it the, the best best players. I mean, yeah, I guess. I, just, I mean, it's always been that way, though. I mean, as long as I can remember the All-NBA teams. So. The All-Americans used to be that way, too, and they're not anymore. Like, just yeah. who cares about positions? Like, you know, does the third best center in this, in this day and age deserve to get All-NBA credit over, like, the – I mean, it does kind of suck guard. if you're you're all NBA third team because you're center because there's having to be two centers better than you. Right. I mean, you look at the '80s and look at you know a guy like Ewing, he may have had like Olajuwon and somebody else in front of him. Yeah. I mean, uh, Texture says five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton's text line. Texture says uh, the person who's holding out says I'm a I'm a teacher. Remember he's the person who's who's abstaining from weed because they're looking for a job. Oh, okay. Says teacher needs weed. Yeah, I was gonna say if you're teaching, you you have to be high, right? Texas, did I miss? Don't know. Accept the job, but do it. Did I miss the big news? You did. Go back and listen to the podcast. We still need your question now. We're ribbon cutting ceremony here. It's happening. <laughs> Texas, Mississippi State, not Ole Miss. Oh, but it was Ole Miss was the big rumor because they were gonna fire Bianco, uh, and then he ended up. This was before the year before they won the national title. Mississippi State was also a big rumor, but the the Ole Miss the report was swirling that they were going to fire Bianco because they were going to get Dan McDonald, and there was concern behind the scenes that they were they were right that that was actually going to happen. But Mississippi State was definitely a concern as well. But Texas is the oldest one, right? What do you mean? That's the one that was that was from that's actually been a few years since the Texas rumor. Was. Yeah, I feel like there's been a different. I mean, A and M was a big rumor. A few I don't remember years back. I feel like I there was one all the time. I just remember Texas worried me a because of the it's being Texas in terms of programs. And all the my UK friends, the fact that they use a plural term to say that, we're just just giving the crap of you're gonna lose your coach. He's gone. I hope yeah. you enjoyed it. You know, yeah. I almost gave you a drink there, but I held back. Texas does have a history of taking things from us, so <laughs> you're not lying about that. <laughs> um, Texas says off topic but relevant to U of L sports. St. John's definitely axed Anderson to get Patino. Oh, hundred percent. He's suing them now for like forty five million or something. As he should. Like they tried to, I mean, they, they tried to not pay him anything. They tried to fire him for cause for completely bogus reasons. I don't think he'll get forty six million. Forty five point six to be exact. Yeah, but he'll get the. I think he'll end up getting the eleven point four mil that was left on his contract. He, pro- he probably should get that because he's a- he's asking for that plus thirty four point two million for punitive damages. I love the. P- <laughs> I'm sorry. I love the, the the amount of money people come up with for 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 emotional and punitive. Well, damages you're hoping to, to settle. For I know you're just, less. You're I don't think he'll get any of that. <laughs> no, it's, they're always so outrageous though. It always makes me laugh sometimes. According to his termination <laughs> letter, Anderson was fired for quote failure to create and support an environment that strongly encourages student athletes who are in the men's basketball program to meet all university academic requirements, as well as failure to perform your duties and responsibilities in a manner that reflected positively on St. John's University. Like this is one of those you in famous terms, you sucked and we lost. You could probably <laughs> find like every university could do this, and more and more are trying to where like. Somebody says, like, he cussed in practice. And you can say, that was a failure to perform your, your duties and responsibilities in a manner that reflected positively on the university. Everyone's just trying to get out for cheap. 
And they knew they were going to have to hire Rick Pitino. Yeah. They knew there was going to be a bidding war with with Georgetown and you know UCF and these other schools that are, are big money programs. And so they were trying to be cheap. They were trying to save some money. They should have just paid him his 11.4, gotten some yeah. donor money. And I think in the end, that's what's going to happen because there was very, unless they've got the goods, unless they've got some gigantic smoking gun that they're going to put out there sometime soon. It certainly sounds like this was just them trying to be cheap and Anderson's going to get his money at the end of the day. He'll get some. I'm sure they'll settle out a quarter in some way and they'll give him the 11. They'll give him the 11 million. Probably uh, they won't, he won't get to 34, but he'll probably get like another five or 6 million maybe on top of that. I don't even think he will. He may, he may not. You're right. Maybe, but he will probably definitely get what he's owed. If I ever have to sue someone and I include punitive or emotional uh, stress, I'm definitely suing for $69 million. Yeah. Anderson says the the accusations against him are fictitious. We dispute the wildly inaccurately claims being reported in the media and will vigorously defend those claims in arbitration. Um, I mean, man, Big East coaching searches are just like <laughs> cutthroat. There's so much drama there. I mean, Kevin Ollie won his lawsuit with UConn. Uh, you've got, I mean, just, just, they can't hire and fire anybody without any sort of drama. It's 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 the Big East. It's why it's, <laughs> it's like the little NBA. I thought part of their claim is the GPA dropped after the COVID. I mean, come on. <laughs> but not to where they got in trouble, but it dropped. <laughs> Texas says this Dan McDonald rumor scares me because the team is so down this year. I sure hope not, but he could be ready for a change. I hope not, too. I mean, they always scare me, but we're still recruiting very well. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, there's no real excuse for this team to be as bad as it's been. Like, we've got a good I mean, roster. I mean, we've got... Is it bad? It's just unlucky in the end of games, really. Like I said, you 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 give us the games that we've lost in the eighth inning or beyond. Let's just, just split them. Get, yeah. Just split it back At some down. Point, though, that's not just bad luck. I know, but I mean, and, and there, I agree. But I mean, there is there is some luck to it. Their defense has been bad this year. That, that's the other thing. They, they're making way too many errors. They're not, not as defensively good. sound as they've been. They're hitting the ball well enough most times. Um, starting pitching's been up and down. It, it, it's just it's a it's a down year. It's back to back down years, kind of too. Yeah, but this one. Well, well last year, last year. Well, last, when was it was last year before that was that was somewhat underachieving. Last year was a huge overachieving year. So the year before, we weren't ranked preseason. We ended up hosting a regional and then making a super. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, like, last year's year, we upset Notre, we beat Notre Dame when they were like number one early in the year, right? Did we like sweep them? Maybe I don't last year. Yeah, I can't. Pre- but then the year before that was the year we somewhat underachieved because I know we did it just recently as well. We just kind of had a. I don't want to call it a down year, but I mean, by unfortunately, the standards that Dan has set for us, it was. Texas TK, I don't think you're understanding baseball in the SEC. There's two sports down here college football and college baseball. No disrespect intended to our program. It's just a different game down here. No, I, I'm not denying that, but I just, I guess the fact is, is I think Patterson's a nice stadium. I just didn't realize it would get It's to nice the, for sure. It's I just, didn't, you, the way you just kind of described it, it's like compared to the SEC arenas, it's a dump. I mean, it, I mean, it's like comparing, I don't know, like, a cool SEC basketball arena to the Yum Center. Like it's just that there's more funding down there. I mean, I get. I mean, and I understand baseball is big down there. Listen, I've seen the, I've seen the SEC stories. I, I've watched the documentaries. I know all about Mississippi State, Will Clark, Raphael Pomeroy, you know, Rob Darling, or, you know, Robert, Robert, Rob Rob Dibble, whatever. I mean, I know all the stories, but Texas it is still, Alabama too. Like you've never heard anything about Alabama. Yeah, Te- Texas says Nick sounded like he was running from a killer in a parking garage and decided to take <laughs> refuge in a stairwell to call you all. He just couldn't catch his breath. I kept wanting to give him more I wa- time. I wanted. I was. I, I was curious. I'm surprised you had asked about it. I, I almost at one point. I, I, was, I, was, I, was like, I was like. I was like. Why don't you just take 30 seconds here? Because he was definitely. He was. I think Nick forgot about the call too. I think he did. Because when we called him, he was like in the middle of BP. He's trying to get away from the loud music and stuff, and he just never got the breath back. I mean, in, 
So like on Friday, because I do the games on Friday normally, and on Friday, last Friday, you know, I was like, hey, we're gonna be back in town, and, and I hate having him on Mondays because I don't want to take him on his day off, even for ten minutes. I know he wants to spend time with the family and everything. So I'm like, well, Tuesday's a weird day. Wednesday, you got a day game. Let's do Thursday. He's like, all right, let's do Thursday. This was like last Friday we established this. Oh, so usually I text him on like Monday or Tuesday to remind him I'd forgotten. And I woke up today at like 1.30 and I was like, oh crap, it's Thursday. So I texted Nick at like 2 o'clock. I'm like, just sorry for the late reminder, but we still could do the show today. And he's uh, like, yeah, let's go. So, I mean, I guess he's nice me. Just a lot of times I'll sign up to do shows and like I won't get the reminder. Oh, like, I always try to. It's happened to me like, I, I mean, I'd say 75 times over the years where I just get a call. And I'm like, who's this? And I answer. It's like, hey, you ready to go on with? I'm like, oh my God, I guess. <laughs> the worst of all time was I totally, I went to a. I've, I've had guests that sound like that when I've called him before. It was bad. Yeah. I went straight from a, I'd written a West Coast Conference summer preview for college basketball like in 2014, 2013. It had to have been 2050 because I went straight from the 93.9 show to Jim Patterson to go watch Louisville baseball. And my phone rings as I'm like at the game. And I'm like, hello. And it's like, hey, you still have some time to talk about your West Coast Conference preview? I was like, oh my God. So I go out like the concourse. It's like a, it was like a pre ACC oh, tournament game. place to do an interview. They're asking me about like the backup center for Pacific. And I'm like, you know, it's one thing to write about it. It's another like, of candy. He's like, is anybody going to be able to like be able to compete with Gonzaga? I was like, oh my god, I just I could, I've never BS an interview hard. It was the worst. I was so unprepared. I was so it was so loud in the background. It was just terrible. I felt I felt pretty bad. Did they ever call you again? I don't think so. <laughs> Probably not. Texas says Trevor is suing Cheddar's for $69 million punitive <laughs> and emotional damages for forgetting his gravy. Also, the $22 he spent to buy additional gravy. The compensatory damages. <laughs> I laugh, but I don't think that's. I mean, if if I if I was in a, if I knew it wasn't just the of a frivolous lawsuit, I'd consider doing that. <laughs> says they've done studies. It takes this Trevor quote. It always makes me laugh. Sometimes classic Trevorism. They've done studies. Sixty percent of the time, it makes Trevor laugh every time. <laughs> That was such a great line. Texas says, I love these behind-the-scenes Mike journalism stories. Well, there's there's plenty of them. A lot of them are embarrassing. <laughs> I can tell more if you want. Texas, Mr. Rutherford, look into your magic eight ball and tell us where the b-ball staff goes from here after the Mbaco whiff. Buddy, nobody knows. I'm letting you in on a secret. Nobody knows what the, where, where the staff's going. Your eight ball's getting asked again later. <laughs> the I mean, it could be another Danilo Yovanovich situation. If I had to guess, this is me just completely guessing. I'm the person who also guessed that we were going to end up getting Ibaka, so take this for what it's worth. <laughs> I would guess that they're going to stick around and wait until, because the transfer portal is closing. I think they're going to wait until the guys who have declared for the draft and who are going through the process officially announce that they're coming back to college for another year and maybe go after one of those players. Um, because right now, I mean, the only player that we've heard that the staff has even reached out to is Andrew Taylor from Marshall. I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, I don't know. It, it doesn't seem like it's a good marriage. It doesn't seem like it's it's probably going to be a great fit, and I think he's probably going to go somewhere else. You mean personality-wise, not on the court-wise, right? Both. Um, well, I don't know. On the court, I would think maybe. He can play. but I, are, you, are, you, are you just worried that his numbers are inflated because of the Marshall system? No, I'm not, I'm not, I think they are, but I'm not worried about that. Yeah. I think he's really good. I just like, the, like There have what? been rumors that he was already kind of locked into someplace else before he entered the portal. And that place would be? Ole Miss. Okay. Uh, I think that they're they're all, but I think now he's taking some. Oh, you described some, his off the court issues. That sounds like a perfect match. In that. <laughs> perfect match. I didn't say it. He, he could be Marshall Henderson too. It's a social. In, but they'll love perfect. him down there. 
I'm, I'm never forget. I got so excited when I went on Twitter one day and saw the, the account of what Marshall Henderson says started following me randomly. It's like, why is this following me? But yes. <laughs> uh, there also is the, the one other name who's come out there is uh, DeMarco Dunn, who, who hit the transfer portal. Um, he's a... I mean, there are a lot of players that are entering the transfer portal that are were former McDonald's All-Americans. There's still like a thousand names in the transfer portal, isn't there? Like the kid from Tennessee, which I, I saw like the kid from Tennessee, like he's a, one of the best defensive players in college basketball, but he's another 6'8 forward. Like we don't have a spot for him anymore. But DeMarco Dunn entered the transfer portal from UNC. He did. He's a kid who had Louisville as one of his finalists coming out of high school. So I would not be surprised if Louisville got involved there. Um, I, there, there are There are names out there. Um, and he's look done is that he fits the mold of what Kenny Payne is probably looking for here. He's a six foot five guard, so big guard in the transfer portal, solid pedigree. I think we just got bumped. What do you mean? I think the, I just got bumped out of my connection to the other the other studio that I run the board for him. So we're not on the air. And I, and I just got a text from Justin that says it's on Church Talk, which means it bumped the, the computer awesome. just froze. Well, okay. Well, we're on. This is for the podcast. Is the podcast on? We are recording. Yes. Okay, so I can say whatever I want. Yeah. Balls. Uh, let's take a break. When we come back, <laughs> 5 o'clock hour for the podcast listeners. More church talk potentially for the radio people. Oh, balls. It's the Mike Rutherford <laughs> Show here on not 1450, not 96.1, but streaming all over the land on the Big X. Won't you tell me what you're thinking They don't get Elliot's pen. <coughs> or Would you be an outlaw for my love? All right, 5 o'clock hour here, Thursday edition of the Mike Rutherford Show on 1450 and 961 The Big X. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text. On a reminder, if you have heating or air conditioning needs this spring, this summer, hit up our guys over at AirServe. The website, airserve.com slash Louisville. The phone number, 502-785-8600. AirServe can also, if you don't have an issue, just need a little tune-up, just want to make sure that nothing goes wrong this summer, AirSurf can offer a, a tune-up for just $49. Call them today, 502-785-8600 or airserve.com slash Louisville, A-I-R-E-S-E-R-V.com slash Louisville. Uh, I got to ask, I mean, okay. yesterday you were unapproved. Have you approved of the covers today so far? Yeah, yeah. Like, are you okay with the Bengals doing Garfunkel right there? I felt very strange both coming in and throwing to break uh, on, on a sports radio show to <laughs> Mad World, the Tears for Fears version. But it's still, but, but no, it's the Tears for Fears cover. Yeah. yeah. But like, it, it's very, very dark. And just like, there's no, you know, you're, you're trying to be a little bit upbeat. And it's just like, went to school and I was very <laughs> So that was a little bit awkward. But I, I do like the song. Okay, but yeah. I like the cover so far today. Okay, good. And you, you were okay with that? Well, you probably knew that song already. Anyway. I love that song. Can you and uh, we, we've named the movies? You know what movie is the Bengals cover of uh, "Hazy Shade of Winter"? Oh, I've got no idea. I, I know I'm gonna have to put it on the list. You probably won't like it. Less than zero. I, I don't even know what that awesome is. Awesome movie with uh, Judy Gar, Julie Garth, um, Judy Garland, no, uh, Gar, Jenny Garth, um, who now like owns like have owns the Hawks. 
Um, Does she really? Her husband owns the Hawks and like the Dream and stuff. Yeah, we're back on the radio, by the way. For, yeah. We should establish that she's the one that's always. I tell you what, hold on, we, we went off the air yeah. last hour. We're we're back now, correct? We are. Yes, stream's good. We're good. Let us know if it's not. Okay, thank you. All right, continue. When you watch the lottery, if you do, she'll be the. She's always the one representing the Hawks. I feel like now that you say that, that, yeah. that I, I remember that. And she's been in other TV shows. She was in, again, Lost Boys and other movies and stuff. But when she married her husband, he was like a billionaire. She's like, yeah, I'm good. If it um, walks like a duck, if it talks, go to hell, Donna. <laughs> <laughs> Love but Kelly. She's in that, uh, Andrew, uh, the guy from Weekend at Bernie's, what's his name? Uh, McCarthy. Andrew McCarthy's in it. And um, obviously, uh, Robert Downing um, is in it. Uh, and he's awesome. He plays the uh, a, a drug addicted, which he nails the role because at the time he was pretty much addicted on all drugs. When doing the movie, it's very dark, very good. Um, what's the guy from the blacklist? James David Spade, something. David what's Spade. It? What's the uh, Spade guy? He's on that show, The Blacklist. He's in no, Stargate. I don't know. Oh, he's in it. He's in. It's a young version of him. We can wrap this up. Okay. I don't know. Texture says no wrap up. No wrap it up. Texture says I'm envisioning Nick Kern still out of breath right now. <laughs> <laughs> What was he running from? Was he just like trying to get to a room with no sound? I think he was just trying to get the sound better in the background. I it, didn't mind. I, I, I would have rather had the sound in the background than him kind of huffing and puffing. Though. It did sound like you walking to and from your car after <laughs> between breaks when you come back. It was like, that's how I imagine you would have sounded doing an interview while walking the Big Four Bridge if we'd, if we'd been able to do that. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't have been able to, yeah, I wouldn't have been able to do the interview. Um, we were talking before the break right there, before we, we lost connection. Uh, people asking... This last scholarship for the men's basketball team, yeah. who are targets? Nobody knows for sure. I, I was mentioning DeMarco Dunn as a guy that we were heavily involved with when he was coming out of high school. He now has entered the transfer portal, leaving North Carolina. One guy that we're, it doesn't seem like we are involved with that's a little bit interesting. Do you remember a throwback to, uh, to, to recruitments of the not-so-distant past? Isaiah Miranda, who we talked about Oh, so yeah, because I was like the Miranda rights guy. Yeah, yeah. We, we talked about him for a long time. He ended up going to NC State and joining the team – Midway through the season, he joined for the second semester. Uh, he's in the transfer portal. He he left NC State after for like being there for five months. Did he even play? No, he did not play. I don't remember his name. Either. I mean, if he did, he, it was sparingly. He made no impact on that team. I can tell you that much. Um, he is back in the transfer portal. He listed the schools that have reached out to him. Louisville not is not on that list. So seven foot one freshman. He kind of. I mean, he's a project. He did not play last year in the, in the semester. He just was with the team. He kind of. He's in the same boat that Dennis Evans is. So why would you come to Louisville? Why would Louisville reach out? But to make that official, I thought was was at least notable better. that we're not we're not in on him. What do you say? Because Al Bevins is better though. Um, I do too. I mean, well, I mean, we don't know how good Miranda's going to be, but yeah, but people, I mean, seven foot one. I mean, that team lacked size. He could have gotten some playing time. Well, I don't think, think he was eligible. I think he just joined. Oh, the team okay. I thought and they wanted just... to keep his red shirt. Yeah, I got you. Or his that. his eligibility alive. Uh, also, the I, I I wanted to lead with this, and I totally forgot about it. How about my lines? How about the NFL schedule coming out? How about now, the debut game? Now wh- we don't know the because I know it's all leaked, but it officially gets released tonight at eight. Right, but we know Chiefs lines. Yeah, be, I know the Eagles schedule already game. pretty much too. It's been and the Eagles play on Christmas night. Yeah, we that's going to be a big deal. The last time we played the Giants, either on or near Christmas, was Miracle at the Meadowlands too. Was the Deshaun Jackson kick return? That was the week. That was like two days before Christmas. Yeah, Adam Schefter reported earlier today, Chiefs-Lions is going to be the opening game of the NFL season, September 7th, 8.20 p.m. on NBC. Now, one, on, one, on one hand, that's that, that's awesome. On the other, it's also the Louisville football home opener, which sucks. We open me. on a Thursday night? Yeah, we play on Friday in Atlanta, then we're back home on Thursday. 
the next week. September 7th. Is oh, it. home open. Okay, okay. Home yeah, open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So that kind of sucks for me. Like, I'm very excited that the, the Lions are getting this much attention, especially after not having a single primetime game last year. But now the Louisville Murray State game well, is going to play at the exact same time. I'm clearly going to be more focused on the cards and Jeff Brom, but it's kind of a it's just a little bit of a tough break for your boy. I mean, you all you play at least one primetime game every year, technically, if you count Thanksgiving. Yeah, twelve thirty. I know, it'd be, but still, but it's I consider any game, you know. Like anyway, um, but welcome to the club. By the way, we play like four of them again this year. Uh, I think we're up, we're on Thursday night football against Minnesota, and then we play Monday night football. I think against Tampa. And then obviously the Giants game, and then we always play. We always play Dallas. Usually one game on the Thursday or Monday night. Just glossing over the fact that the opening game of the year is going to be the team that should have. It should have been the Super Bowl rematch. Uh, Lions, the team that if they'd gotten in, would have gone to the Super Bowl for that's sure. A, that's a big. That's a big hurdle to, to get to the Super Bowl is getting into the playoffs. Though would have played the Chiefs. Well, we got screwed that stupid tiebreaker. Um, the, they would have played the Chiefs. They probably would have beaten them. They probably would be Super Bowl champions. This this is basically this is the NFL saying. This is the Super Bowl that we should have gotten last year. We're giving you the rematch to start the season. See, I would look at it the other way of being worried because, like, this now, because you're, like, you're kind of like the hot team a little bit. Like, you're kind of being, I mean, you're kind of. We're kinda, too hot right now. We're, people, people love the Lions too much. And you're, like you're going to go on there, and the Chiefs are just going to just, just completely smoke you. No, they're not. They're going to they're gonna roll you up. They're going to smoke you, and they're going to step no, on the roach. It'll be a competitive game. And you're going to be, like, 35 to 10, and it's just it's going to Mentally, it's just going to just exhaust you. Everyone said that about the Bills game on Thanksgiving last year. Lions should have won. Yeah, go a little different first game of the season and middle of the season, though. You had already gotten hot at that point. We'll be competitive. Right. We're not going to get I hope, I hope for your sake you are. We're not going to be. We're, we're the new team. We're the new kings of the NFC. That's what the schedule makers are saying. We open, I think, at New England. Nobody cares what you open against. It's the Eagles. We're, they're, the, they're done. we're going to the Super Bowl, baby. We play the Chiefs on Monday Night Football. You already had your chance. Oh, we'll be back. You blew it. Papa. Papa, can you hear me? Here's We're the, coming for you in Vegas. All right, I, I've got to get to the question that I've been wanting to ask. We This this came up last week at Thurby at the track. Okay. We didn't have the show on Friday. No. Then we've had some some somber news on Tuesday when I was going to get to it. Yeah. And yesterday was just a, a bleep show. We had a short show. Here's the question. So I, we're, <laughs> we go with – I'm with a group of friends. The guys – I've known these guys for a long time. Okay. They run your t-ball team. No, not that. Not one of them. Yes. Okay. A couple since at I'm, least since the beginning of high school. I love how I'm joking and I'm right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've, but I'll, some of my friends I've known for a very, very long time. It's crazy, but yeah. One of their wives comes out and she said she, they apparently had been having this conversation um, a, a couple of weeks before. So two of the guys, like her husband and one of my other friends, like they've been best friends. Like they have been best friends since they were like very little. Okay. She was shocked that they had never seen each other naked. And she went to all the guys, and she was like, "Have you?" Have Wait, you, did she was surprised that the two men had never seen had each never other? seen each other naked? She's like, "You guys have known each other for a long time." And then she said, "Shout out to Jenna if you're listening. Hey, She's Jen. a UK fan, but we love her." She mm-hmm. was like, "Have any of you guys seen each other naked? Have you seen any of your best friends naked?" And I was thinking, and one of my buddies was like, "I mean, I think I, like, I played football with this guy, like saw so yeah, him, yes." And I was thinking, I was like, "No, I, I haven't. Like, I haven't. Like, I, and I lived with my best friend for a couple of years in college." And she was like, I think that's so weird. Like, all the girls have seen each other naked. I'm like, I don't think it's weird at all. And it's not like a, I'm very, like, I'm very comfortable with my sexuality. I'm not like, no, yeah. I'm like against, I just haven't, like, I've never had a friend who's been like, let's whip them out. Like, it's just, it's never happened before. I don't think it's weird. We hang out with different friends. <laughs> we we have had different growing up experiences. So you've seen your friends naked? Um, my Probably my two best friends? Yeah, I have. 
Well, one of them we've shared, so. Uh, I don't know what that means. I don't want to know what that let's means. Just say you never make eye contact in a devil's three-way. Oh. Uh, so. <laughs> I'm Seinfeld. I, I, I have to dress differently. I don't, I don't think I can be that guy. And the other, oh, you've met Say. I have met Say. The dude can't keep his pants up no matter what. So you've seen Say Nick. Yeah, I mean, everyone has. Anyone, anyone has been in public near Say and he's bent over to pick something up has seen his butt. <laughs> I mean, it's out there. Well, that's different. Well, but yeah, but they, they've fallen completely down before. Just like walking down the hall. I'm like, dude. <laughs> Plus, he's kind of like me. Like, we just, he doesn't, he pretty much walks around naked in his house. And I've stopped by unexpected and be like, dude, come on. He's like, what? You should have called. I'm like, <laughs> I can't guess. I'm, I'm right. I'm to blame. But uh, I love how the girls are like, <laughs> I keep thinking of like Tom Green. He's telling the story in Road Trip. He's like, Women don't just stand around topless and talk. Well, my story, they do. They do. <laughs> <laughs> and she kind of confirmed that, which I, I'm glad to hear. I feel like girls do see each other naked more when they live together. I, I, I have, have you ever had a female roommate? Uh, I mean, well, other than besides a, like a significant other, no. Yeah. Well, kind of. I mean, so I Mary lived with, with one of her friends. At, I, I basically lived there. So I, yeah. I kind of felt like I did. And then she lived with her sisters after that. I did my... Uh, my second apartment in, in Western, I lived with uh, my buddy Mark and his girl named Jessica, who worked with us at, at the restaurant. And like her friends would all, like her friend, she had a friend like this girl Megan and this girl, um, uh, I forget the other girl's name. Now they'd come over and they'd constantly like, they'd go back in her room and like they, they'd changing and trying on clothes. And yeah, I remember one time they didn't shut the door all the way and I got to see Megan topless, which was awesome. But uh, yeah, so I know. So yeah, I guess I assume they do like, but, yeah, you're right. Men, no. Unless you're in a locker room scene or, you know, in the situation I described with somebody, you know, you're, you're doing that. Not, no, I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it's common at all. I, and in I fact, either. if you, if you went to most people, I'm an exception because I'm, you know, me and my friends are all perverts, but you know, normal guy. Yeah. I think you say he's been my best friend for 20 years. No, I've never seen his dong. Yeah. I mean, like I lived with Weber freshman, sophomore year. I was always over his house growing up. And like you know, he would come. Like we would come back from the showers, and it's not like we would just like whip the towel off and just hang out yeah. and like talk as we air dried. Like we would have towels on, we'd just you know put the underwear on, and then like we'd get dressed like kind of privately. Like, it was like I don't know. I don't know if that's unusual. I don't know if it's uh, even in, even in with the one friend. She, the, she was shocked. Even with the sheriff, friend, I still don't think I ever saw it. Yeah, I mean, because he was you know there and, was there was her blocking it. And so, I feel like there's a difference between like jokingly like flashing nut for lack of a better term. Because like, well, I, I can see some friends doing that. I don't think I've ever had a friend that did that. I did. Actually, I, somebody sent me a, one of my friends who I, I'm not even that close with. Like, sent me a Snapchat one time. I was like, I don't want to see that. Meanwhile, we've all seen the one black dude's giant. <laughs> that guy, yeah. yeah. The, the meme. <laughs> what was it you I was talking to off the air one day? We're like, whatever that guy is now. I've got like, friends just, who love doing that. Yeah, he just walks down the street and be like, hearing whispers about it's you. him. It's you. But, like, my best friends, like, I never played... Like I played freshman football and then baseball through high school. Like, and, and I was never in a situation like where we showered after practices or anything like that. See, and, it, and like when I was in when I was in school, and I'm just a few years ahead of you. But I mean, we didn't like we didn't get to, we didn't do the showering in gym like you see in TV shows. And even if I was, it wouldn't. Why don't you take a picture, Costanza? Like it wouldn't. I wouldn't just be like, "Hey, nice one, bud." <laughs> yeah, young she was when she did that. <laughs> We're looking great. She was really like 18 years old. Uh, Denise Richards was. Was she really? And yeah, she was like 18 when she did that scene. Which is, yeah. Wild Things was on last night, too. Speaking there you go. Speaking of. Yeah, the Six Degrees. That's a great movie. Very underrated B sex movie. The actual plot is very good. I liked it. But, uh, no, I agree with you. Like, I'd be, I guess, 
James Spader is who you were thinking of earlier. Ah, right. thank you. I text lines sp- continue to just crush you. I right? had so Spade, like, though. I knew it had Spade in there, right? You said David Spade. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I was, I, but I even told you, like, when he was in, I was like, he's in the blacklist. He was I don't in think Stargate. I give you credit for that. I should. I can tell you, I'm horrible with names. I'm sorry. Have we not learned this by now? And yet you keep doing this every day. I, and yet you still get shocked. I get it wrong. Who's to blame here, me or you? Well, it's the, it's the text line. They're, I mean, they should they should. They're doubting me. your movie credibility. No, I just I'm bad with the names. I can name everything. I can name all the stuff. Besides that, though, you know everything. I mean, I can know the stuff he's in. I can quote movies he's in, even though I don't watch The Blacklist. I love Stargate. Back to seeing guys naked. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> I feel like this is reversing all the way back to Sarah Marshall, because Jason Segel always shows his dog. He does. He, he's he, like, he loves to do it. He loves it. So like when he signed up for Muppet Babies, I was like, oh, good Lord. This is going to be here. <laughs> so we're at Thurby, and he's like, once we're whipping so this out, is now. The like, just whip out now. He's like, we'll send him anonymously to like, like our, our mutual friend. She'll get to pitch. She'll try to guess who's who. I'm like, let's do it. But it didn't I, I'm I'm less surprised that women see each other naked more than I would be surprised that men do. Same. Same. I don't think it's yeah. I don't think it's common. Uh, I'm not saying it isn't like like you said. If you have a roommate, maybe you know that you've roomed with, and you know just you're bound to maybe you know something happen. You know, you're walking out of the shower, right. who knows? But uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't think the casual nudity. I don't, I don't think it's the same thing. Plus, plus I don't think it would. I, I don't think I should have. You should be shocked. Like at the the announce the, at the answer that you don't. She was stunned. Like, I, yeah, I don't I don't know how that's not. Like, was she stunned because they'd been just because they'd been friends for a while, or did, were they roommates? Or yeah, I mean, even if you're roommates, still, I mean, but she was. I've about, had male she roommates was like all of us. Though I lived with Mark, and like I said, I lived with Mark Jessica. I saw Mark. I lived him for almost a year. I never saw his song. That's what I'm saying. God knows the walls are thin up. I heard him having sex with his girlfriend on a regular basis. But I've never... been in that situation before. <laughs> it's just very yeah. annoying. It's one of those, like, <laughs> I lived back to back with a friend who, like, I was dating girls. Like, he had a girlfriend who would come in town from, she lived out of, and it was one of those where, like, you know, you just, you just don't talk about it. Like, we both know that we've hurt each other. Oh, I know. And, and I, like, you have to look at him in the face afterwards and be like, oh, I didn't, act, see, like, act like you didn't hear anything. I did. See, I, I went to Rob's around. When it happened to me, and Jessica was like, we could hear you last night. And her, and oh, she that. said it? Yeah, she's like, you know we could hear you. I was like, thank you. I was like proud. I was like, really? You know, I was like bragging about it. I, I think it was like, it made me happy. Now, the worst time it ever happened with one of my best friends, he was living with his mom at the time. I'm like, where this is going? <laughs> we were down in his basement playing video games. Next thing you know, through two stories of the house, you heard the moaning and you heard the screaming. And we're just, I'm trying so hard. From the mom? Oh, yeah. Oh. And it's, it's, and it's like, I mean, she's, I love his mom. His mom's great. I've known him for almost 30 years. And I know his family and his mom is so awesome. But like, I'm just sitting there. I'm just trying so hard not to say anything. Like, it's just obvious. We're playing Madden. And it's like, it's like first down. Oh, that's, like, a, that's a bad moment. <laughs> I'm just, I feel for your friend right there. I, we just—it was the most awkward moment in our entire friendship. I blame bro. the mom. For and that. this is the guy that did the three. I just, it was more awkward than that. That's terrible. That's not good. It was hard to like keep a straight face and not just say anything. Nobody needs that. <laughs> it's, no, it's no, not. that's terrible. Uh, it just still makes me laugh to this day, though. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. The Thornton text line. We'll take some text here. Uh, texture says. So I should be clothed at the ribbon cutting ceremony, is what you're saying? Yeah, clothed, clothed. No, no. In fact, we 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 want we want to see as much brain as possible. Whatever you got, 
I'll say we'll we'll take clothed people, we'll take naked people, we'll take all all shape sizes. Yeah. At the ribbon cutting center. Everybody's invited. It's gonna be great. You just want to wear a thong, be my guest. Yeah, we're good. Loincloth, good more power to you. Texas, well, my friends going back to middle and high school had a silence of the lambs joke. I don't even need to read the rest of this. I know I know exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Where we would come into the room like Buffalo Bill. So yes, I've seen them naked. <laughs> friends made after like sixteen. No, I've not seen dude. That's <laughs> <laughs> Which First of all, what kid is watching Sons of the Lambs? I mean, yeah, before 16. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, Would you, you bleep me? You... <laughs> I'd bleep me. Wild horses. <laughs> that's that's because that was one of the songs on the Friday's horse mer- horse theme for, for Friday's show. That I love that everybody who heard the first line of that was like, well, I know. You I know, know, I know oh, what you're yeah, talking about. You gotta say, yeah. <laughs> Unless you're going to twist it to have you had a woman in a hole. <laughs> I think we know where you're going. Texas says, uh, so much for streaking in the bone zone. Well, <laughs> Texas, you all typically lose connection or go off the air every hour. Do people really not notice it anymore? <laughs> Did we not do it every hour, do we? No. Yeah. I, I knew I had a new computers are going to fix everything. Yeah. Ribbon cutting ceremony. They're coming next week with the YouTube cameras. <laughs> The computers really are coming, though. They are. They are. Yeah, Calvin was actually here working on this. I think he still might be still working. On yeah, this. they they've, they've and been I've working been, here. And I've been got to go. I got to go to the studio after this show anyway. And uh, Josh will be doing the bats game, but I got to go up there and get some something for Calvin done. By the way, we had actual other employees here today besides us. I pulled up. I was like, it must be, is it, but it wasn't a marathon day. Yeah, you thought it was a telethon day. Telethon day, yeah. And well, it was the same that, difference, right? It was just people working here yeah. at the station, which has not been happening in the last like there, three weeks. There's never like more than like one car other than ours here, the, other than like people picking up their kids. We've been like the last two weeks, like we've literally been the only, like even Bill next door, just the show. Like, Did you ask Troy? Have you seen Troy? Did you ask him about that? No. I mean, there's somebody in there. I don't know who it is. Oh, then what if he got fired? No, 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 no. Okay, good. No, I don't, don't say that. Why is it, it going to have to get happen? I don't know what's going on. You think you heard me? I don't know. <laughs> Stop talking about it. Make you quick as a bus. <laughs> That's probably more realistic. Okay. <laughs> Texture says, uh, I've only seen other men's dongs at the YMCA locker room. People just laying it all out at the YMCA? I've never changed it. <laughs> well, I've always heard those stories. I don't know if it's true. I've never... I've- I've never publicly showered in a, in, a, in a locker room or changed in a locker room. Um, have I? Now I showered at that sauna when I, when I had the um, when I did the massage with Mary a couple like like last month. Okay, but like there was nobody else there. Okay, I mean I, that's, that's I feel like I have at some point on. I mean, because like I said, when I when I got like in the middle school, I mean college. When I got middle school, well, even in co- well, I guess, but even in. The only time I stayed at dorm was when I stayed with a girlfriend at IU and their college. I mean, it was like, it was like stalls. I mean, you weren't like, actually like there was no barrier. Like, you know, like you see in a movie or in television, they were actually like private stall showers. So, I mean, I took one in there, but that's, yeah, I don't, that's I don't count that as being like, you right. Know, you weren't out there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the, I mean, I guess this, if that counts, then maybe, but. Because, like, when I said, when I got back, when I even got to middle school in, what, 90, I was a freshman in 94, which sucks. because I remember, I think I told you, like, my freshman year, I had gym first period, and I hated it, because I was, like, sweaty the whole day, but we, because we didn't, we weren't, you know, they didn't, you weren't allowed, you know, loud or were supposed to, like, take showers in high school. Even then. They told us, that we were supposed to shower after gym in high school, and I remember, like, I think I did it the first day, the, the first time, like, a, a small handful of us did, 
And then after that, like just nobody did. Like, like we just we just didn't show. Like when I watch TV and movies, like you see gym, you think gym classes, you got like these, like you have to change into gym clothes, right? That's how it was at Trinity. Yeah. See, that's the yeah, we had that. Wagner and definitely Westport were not like that. Well, we did not just to, run around in pants and, and shirts and ties. We did. Well, I guess yeah, <laughs> in that shirts and ties on, but we had to wear like our normal clothes to, to like if we wanted to play basketball or whatever. Yeah. Uh, let's take a break. Uh, last break of the show. We'll come back. This this rousing conversation has interested the text line. We'll get your thoughts at 502-414-1450. And a couple of other <laughs> quick things to touch on as we wrap up the show. It's coming your way next here on 1450 and 961 The Big X. Now this just reminds me of your mom's comment from yesterday in the story. Your friend had passed away. It's like Kevin Costner. Like, yeah, yeah mom, I worked with Kevin Costner. Hey, for years. <laughs> I was thinking about that last night. Bodyguard, yay or nay? Uh, so it's kind of a funny story. This is this movie kicked off Mary and I's relationship way back in the day. I'm not a fan, but I feel like now I have to like it. Wait, how did she you... loves the bodyguard? Okay, which I mean, Mary. I... Do I have to turn my man car? Like, for, no, no, okay. it's fine. Because it's like when you talk about like movies that like you get questioned for. Like some people be like, oh, "I love the Notebook," which I don't like. Bodyguard and Dirty Dancing are my two probably give me your man card type movies that I just I love. I can't help it. I love the Bodyguard. I don't like either one of those, but I do like several that fall under that same. I mean, I like Notting, Notting Hill. Hills. Yeah, that's that's like, one of yours. I like I've Love Actually. Yeah. Uh, love Actually is a common one amongst people for sure. Some of my friends have seen the same, but I, I definitely like that. I'm sure there are a few other ones. The first time uh, I ever saw this movie was on acid. I think maybe that's why I blew. <laughs> <laughs> you just picked her right up. I just I was like, <laughs> did you know Dolly Parton wrote this and Jolene in the same day? <laughs> she did. True story. Maybe if you'd watched it the same way I did for the first time, you would love the movie more. I don't know why I envision you talking that way when you're on acid. I don't really. This song. She hits the high note. <laughs> no, don't shoot the sister. We've got a, a final from the ACC softball tournament. The four-seeded Louisville Cardinals fall to Virginia Tech. Ten to eight in the quarterfinals. Uh, Louisville allowed four Virginia Tech home runs, which tied a ACC tournament record. The cards, I looked this up. There are... In case you're wondering, there are websites that do softball bracketology. <laughs> and Louisville is in the NCAA tournament as of now, according to College Sports Madness's latest bracket projection. Are they related to Lunardi? Maybe. It's like his daughter or something. That does they it. are the four seed in the Knoxville regional, which would be featuring number three overall seed, Tennessee. So hopefully the cards have more softball to play, but their run in the ACC tournament comes to an end today with a 10-8 loss to Virginia State. Tennessee's a powerhouse women's. Softball, or I, I guess I, I don't need to say women's, just say softball, right? You right, don't, you don't yeah, say women's because no, they don't have men's versions, right? It's like men's baseball, uh, yeah, you're right. Um, I, I feel like Tennessee's a powerhouse in softball, though. They're good in softball. 
I know Oklahoma's always really good. I mean, they had that that super team. Oh yeah, that team that that that, out, that run ruled everybody even through the tournament, didn't they? Yes, it was embarrassing. Yeah, how, much, how good they were. I do. That was that was just recently. Last year, I was yeah. much more recently than that. Yeah, short term memory, huh? There. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. They're always good. I know UCLA is always good. Uh, Florida, I know recently has had some really good teams. It's, it's SEC, Big Twelve, Pac twelve. I feel like are the the, the best. Best teams. Did you ever date a like a an athletic woman, like a softball player or anything like that? Um, did Mary play sports? She played volleyball in high school. Okay, she's volleyball and she did cheerleading. Like every woman, always. Every, anytime you, a woman tells you to play sports, usually they use, I'm with volleyball. Always seems to be the answer. It seems like volleyball. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of. I mean, my very limited dating history was not. I don't think. I mean, swimming was one. See, I didn't even the swing one even offer. Gymnastics was the other one. No, it was gymnastics. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have. Um, I, I never dated like a softball player, or a basketball player. Not many men do. Yeah. <laughs> I told Mary I was like, you know, because I played baseball growing up. I was like, Virginia's got. She she was hitting the baseball the other day when on the little tee. I'm like, she can play softball. Mary's like, no. I'm like, you let her play. The softball. <laughs> I was like. One of the friends he runs when Ross was telling him about when he threw the, 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 throw, the flashback when he's telling how he first met his wife. Uh-huh. He's like, she plays softball yeah. and she plays softball. She plays for both teams. <laughs> Had me laughing. All right. We've got about 20 minutes left here. We'll take some texts. Um, we'll, we'll also look ahead to tonight's action in the NHL and the NBA. Oh, we're going to get it cracking. Going to get it cracking. Big night for Seattle. I'm surprised it, you didn't it, have the t-shirt on today. You're wearing the earth so good. Jeez. Well, I've only got two cracking shirts. And I think I, I I only do laundry usually like I try to do it on Saturdays or Sundays, but usually sometimes I'll go like a two weeks of doing it because I have so many shirts. That I'm I don't, bad. I, I go like three, four weeks. Without well, and it's, it's the problem is it's not just I'm lazy doing laundry. I have so many shirts that there's no reason to, to do it. It's like, you know, other than maybe it's a shirt I like, enjoy wearing a lot, but it's just like, why am I going to do laundry when I've got like 30 clean shirts right here? I can just go another week or two. Um, and I, I, only, I only do it when I get like when I've got no underwear left. That's the, I was gonna yeah. say shorts and pants and underwear is pretty much when the shirts get done earlier. So I've just started buying more underwear. But I'm bad about wearing like the same pants all week. Like I'll wear the same pair of pants for the whole week. I don't think that's unique. I think like a lot. Because I take them off and change when I get home though. It is kind of crazy how like you know if I wear a shirt for like four hours it's done. Like, I've got I've got to wash it. It goes in the bin. Yeah. But I'll wear the same pair of like jeans or pants or shorts in the summer for like two weeks. Yeah. I mean, Every day. I've worn these all week. But like I said, when I get home, I used to take them off, so it's not as bad. But still, I mean. Uh, Nobody's ever talked about this before. This is an uncharted topic territory. Never, <laughs> Don't Google it. Don't Twitter. Search. Never been discussed before. You wear jeans for a month straight, but you wear a shirt one day. I mean, I think that's, I don't think that's uncommon. I know it's not. It's a, I think uh, it's much more uncommon. I think it's a lot more common than seeing your roommates naked. I agree with that, too. Uh, <laughs> speaking of, let's go back to the text line. 502-414-1450. Texture says, I played through college, and I still don't think that I've seen as many Ds as my ex. <laughs> I played football through college. That's a good text. If we still did text of the day, we'd get you that $20 coupon to a restaurant that doesn't exist anymore. Okay. <laughs> I love how you said you, you just said D instead. Yeah. I was Again, I'm going to flash back to Sarah Marshall. I want to D my L on some T. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed for 20 minutes after that line last night. Bill Hader's so good in that movie. I think it's, it's one of those lines I don't remember. Did you feel good about that? <laughs> yeah. feel good about what's going to happen? I love it you can hear him on the phone. He's like, no, yeah. run. So good. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Just the, the jokes he makes on the hat. Like, you look like the guy accused of killing Kennedy. <laughs> it's such a good movie. It's, 
but that's the that scene I forget where he's like, uh, you know, I want a, a D and a V, and he's, yeah. like, he's like, I just want to D my L and some T. And I'm like, I didn't do it in my math. I'm like, what? <laughs> B my D on some T's, yeah. <laughs> Texture says, jokingly flashing nut was not an expression I was prepared for. Well, <laughs> it happened. Yeah. Texture says, does the glo- COVID global health emergency ending today also mean the end of your long COVID? Nothing. <laughs> Not the way it works, unfortunately. You, have you been okay, though, recently? I haven't heard you Better. talking bad. I had so. a bad day yesterday, That's uh, which it actually happened on air. I just kind of played it off. You did? You, yeah. I didn't even see it. I feel, now I feel like responsible. I should have noticed it's it. That's why I threw it like seven minutes early to break last day. It was bad. I glanced down. My heart rate, I was like, I felt it, and my, my heart rate went from like 70 to like 125 out of nowhere. Uh, it was bad. You but covered it, it up well. I'm, I feel like now I feel mad like I didn't see it. I should have seen well, it. Well, I've been doing it for a year now, so I've gotten pretty good at it. It was officially, it was weird, like, Last weekend was like the anniversary of, of like everything kind of happening. Like we went to that same party. It was Derby Day. Like Derby Day was the day when like, like everything changed. Was and it? like we were at the party on Friday night and somebody like all these people were like, you know, how's it going? Like how are you have you been feeling? I'm like, like this night a year ago was like my last fun night. Like <laughs> the last night that I felt normal. But it's definitely I mean, it's definitely getting better, but it's still I still feel weird. I still got weird bulging veins and body stuff happening that's just not we talking about long covid or the yeah <laughs> it's not normal but i thought they ended the global emergency like a, a couple weeks ago i thought they did too i know they well i guess biden ended the state of emergency in america a few weeks ago but i guess the global i mean maybe you to know, me it ended around april 2020 so. maybe get on you know, fixing some stuff maybe maybe <laughs> maybe maybe help some people that'd be nice texas said i've had some friends surprise flash some uh, bleep but that's it I, I, mean, th- I think that's more common than, like, dudes just, like, hanging out casually I, naked. I know I know you haven't seen the movie, but I'm sure you know the, the scene I'm talking about from Waiting, which that's the game they play is is finding ways to... Yeah, clapping here. They love Waiting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect timing. <laughs> they love the scene. They love that scene where the, the, the game amongst the, the crew is that the guys try to get other guys to see them doing their, their, their junk in different positions, and they kick them in the butt, and... No, I've never, I'm not familiar with Which, this. by the way, of all the things that go on in that movie, I, everything I have experienced in different restaurants that happened in that movie, except for that 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 game. That's the, but when it came out, my buddy Josh at Pizza Box thought it was funny. And so, like... So he started the, doing it? The smoke, when you go smoke, you go out a back door. So I go kick the door open one time, and there's Josh just showing brain. And I'm like, you can't... He's like, the brain, look at it. I'm like, oh, man. Did you ever watch... Uh, Made going to his wedding really awkward. Did you ever watch... <laughs> have you watched Dave on FX yet? The little Dicky show? I so need to because I love You'd Little like Dicky. like it. Yeah. So I, I haven't started the third season. I'm going to watch it all together. I think there's seven episodes down. But the... Like, the... He, when he signs in, in, in the show, not in real life, when he signs his record contract, his first big single is all... It's like this, you know, like it's like a normal Little Dicky song that lasts like 10 minutes. And it's all about him getting arrested after flashing nut on stage and <laughs> a little kid being there and like him suing because he like exposed himself to little kids and having to go to jail and all this. Like it's, it's very, it's very fun. He, he, during his, I, I saw when I saw him, the time I saw him, he did, when he did let me free that song, I don't know if you know it or not, he would bring a, a lady on the stage to sit in a chair and he's just dry humping her. What's he says? He says he does yeah. it because of Usher. And he even drops his pants at one point during the act and he's like behind her dry. I'm like, what is going on here? I feel like an interview the vampire. I'm watching the scene where they like they ravish the girl for real. Texas says I've never publicly or privately showered. That's impressive. <laughs> Wait a minute. Does that mean he's like never the, showered? The guy from Charlie Brown with all those smell things coming off of him. 
Texas is according to my now grown son. Holiday World Splash and Safari Locker Room is Garden for Life. It's just the name. No one should ever go naked in the locker room at a Holiday amusement. World Splash and Safari. Any, I don't care. I don't know. Disneyland. <laughs> Dolly World. I, if there's if it's a if it's a theme park, I don't care if they have a locker room. Leave the underwear on. A friend of mine texted me during the break. I can't say exactly what he said, but he was talking about the the old uh B's and C's at the JCC when he used to go there that scarred him. <laughs> Holiday World Splash and Safari. I mean, that's just creepy, man. Who's just getting naked in the Splash and Safari locker room? <laughs> I, mean, you're wearing, I mean, you're wearing a, a swimsuit, though, but still, I mean. Oh, somebody sent this in. We, we have, a, we have a, a a culmination of the the famous fishing scandal that we talked about on the show that, that I love so oh, much. Oh, yeah. How they, how we got they, weights and fish. How do how they get the weights in the fish? Oh, yeah. When you were like, you're like, this may be a dumb question, but do they put them in and back in the water? I was like, and just hope that they catch the same fish with the that, that was That was the time in our relationship before you realized there's no dumb question. No, this was, that was well after that. Okay. That, that, was like a two, that was like a two-week period. You established that. Uh, two men who pleaded guilty of cheating in a Lake Erie fishing tournament have been sentenced Thursday to 10 days in jail and one and a half years of probation. Jacob Runyon and Chase Kaminsky Runyon. entered guilty pleas in March to felony charges of cheating and a misdemeanor count of illegal animal ownership after they were found <laughs> to have used weights uh, to make their catches appear heavier okay. at the walleye tournament back in last September. Wait a minute. You can go to jail for cheating in a sporting event? Well, yeah, because they were winning like hundreds of thousands of dollars and che- basically cheating people out of the money that should have belonged to them. That's crazy to think about, though. Felony charges of cheating. Misdemeanor count of illegal animal ownership, which is kind of funny. Um, yeah, see, what they, got, they got charged for putting putting weights in For them? having, the, you're not supposed to own those fish, those, those walleye, <laughs> bass. Uh, Texture says, uh, not Texture, Runyon said, called it the most ignorant decision I've ever made in my life and his apology, made his apology to the court and to everybody. Oh, don't worry, you Runyon. I'm sure there's something to top that while you're in the in the lockup. Both men have been ordered to pay a $2,500 fine, which could be reduced if they make a donation to a charitable organization focused on fishing and children. Was that fishing for children? So you can get out of jail time for just donating to a charity? Apparently. Well, no, that's not jail time. That's their their financial punishment. Oh, okay. They're okay. going to the slammer for 10 days. <laughs> what, a, what a horrible thing to tell your, your, your cell roommate. What are you here for? Put a waste in fish. The men also had their fishing licenses suspended for a maximum of three years and had to forfeit the boat they used in the tournament, which was valued at $130,000. The defense attorney said, there's seemingly endless public humiliation for these guys. These guys are going to have to suffer this forever. When they go on a date, when they find a job, when they get Googled, this case is going to show up forever. When they go on a date, really? Interesting way to put it. I mean, she could be like, hey, aren't you the weights and fish guy? Isn't that what happens now? On a date? Yeah, don't we just crap hold on a second? Are we off the air? Well, just briefly for a second, because the the damn clock on the, the studio just went to six oh one, even though it's five forty six. Commercials are playing over the combo. Yeah, we we got it coming now. We're we're back on. Sorry, they said commercials were playing while we were talking. Yeah, what what happened was it, it fired off the top the next top of the hour because the clock suddenly just jumped on me. Honestly, for us, that's not bad. Like this, is- no, that's actually yeah, because we got knocked off last time because the clock went to. Th- 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 it thought it was November 11th and not May 11th. I like that it was an IHSAA, apparently, commercial. It was, and then Republic Bank started playing, and I, and I, uh, I stopped it. Go Silver Creek. Those are my guys. Yeah. 
Um, I got to fix the trap anyways. on here. Um, I, you know, I just thought about that, though. You talk about them. I, mean, I don't go fishing a lot. Very rarely. I mean, even when I went night fishing, we we had poles, but we just really went out there to get drunk and do drugs. I've never had a fishing license, though. Does that mean I've broken the law every time I've fished? No, no, no. This is like big game fish. This is like okay, like cause we used competitive to, fishing. Because I used to, when I was in Bowling Green, we used to go out to a quarry. You just, can just go fishing. In yeah, we used to go out to a quarry and, and do that. Yeah. No, you're, you're, so so I'm good. Okay, don't worry about that. I'm just curious. I mean, like it's like like it shames me to never do it because it's the law, but. I just want to know if I should add to my list. It's way down. The, I was going to say, it's way down on the list of stuff that you've said on the show that would get you arrested. <laughs> what he would say on the show. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't got the things I want to admit on the show. Uh, text, we got about uh, nine minutes here if you want to get thoughts in before we go to, to, to wrap up the show. Hit us up at 502-414-1450. Texas, obviously neither of you have been in the military or prison. Well, Trevor... Has been to prison. Well, no. I've been in lockup. It's not prison. Did Now... The butt joint guy. Did you see him naked? No, because the, the, the way that you had to think about it. Well, <laughs> I thought it was butt crack. Um, the way the toilet was set up, they had like a little wall, and so like I, if anybody went move to closer pee, to the mic. I'm sorry. Well, because I, I was trying to do something with the computer. Um, if if somebody went to pee, you just see them with their pants down from behind. They wouldn't. You weren't going to see anything with it. So you were, you were looking. Well, I was also on the bench near it too. That's where he pulled it. Two out. hours in the clink, you'd be doing the same Cause thing. That, cause that's what he. That's what he pulled. You become he, an animal in there. <laughs> You're looking for any sort of butt. <laughs> he was in the bathroom. You're desperate for any sort of butt. <laughs> kind of am. Yeah. <laughs> Texas says there's almost at least one old guy casually strolling around naked in the Y locker room. Always, it's kind of hilarious, but can also be fairly creepy and annoying when they try to start a conversation with you. And they often do. Now, this is something that I've heard consistently from people who go to like wise or yeah. like th- that old guys will just be shamelessly naked in the locker room. I'm, I'd probably have to say, I, no, I'm not, I don't go to the Y, and I'm probably not going to anytime soon. Really? That, really? Yeah, really? I actually did. I have I have been in a YMCA, but it was it was it'd been closed down for for years. You know, you know <laughs> what? Where you live over by on Norburn and on Hubbard's Lane, right? Uh, well, I don't live on Norburn, but well, over in that area, basically, you yeah. know where the car dealership used to be at Arby's. No, right there in the corner by Hold. Well, used to be Holdaway Drugs. No, okay, you don't know where that 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 car dealership right there, Shibble Road and Hurstburn Lane or uh, Hubbard's Lane is. There's a big a car, car dealership. Yeah, right there in the corner, right across from the T-Mobile store. Oh, okay, yeah, that used to be yeah. an Arby's. Behind yeah. that's a bunch of apartments. That right, exactly that used to be the YMCA there. Okay, I don't think I knew that. It closed in, like, 92 when they opened the new one. But the building was there until, like, 97. So my when I, we'd leave Wagner, my buddy lived on that street, we would break in there and use the basketball court all the time because the court was still there until it got dark and then you couldn't see in there anymore. But we'd go in there and shoot in the court sometimes. Okay. And break in there and, and goof around. That's the closest to being in a Y I've been. That said, if I was to ever, I know this is shocking to you, be a, a Y member at my age now and older, I'm probably at that age where I probably would be that guy. Like, I'd be like, screw it. I'm walking around. I mean, I go out to, get to my car in my underwear. How's that any different almost? I used my hot tub naked in my backyard, which is why I'm pretty sure my neighbors put up a privacy fence. You kind of are a creepy old guy. You're, you're, you're a mean, creepy naked old guy. I'm just. You don't need to go out to your car in underwear. Well, I mean, if it's cold, I put something on. But if it's summertime, I'm just like, screw it. You get to certain. I mean, I feel bad for your when you get over forty, <laughs> for more reasons than one. Yes. 
you get over 40 and you start telling you trust me you haven't got to that point where you're just like i don't care i'm going outside of my underwear no oh you'll get there i mean if i'm like maybe if i'm like going out in the deck real quickly to throw something away no no you'll get there you're just before you know it you're you're marcy darcy peeing off the balcony watering the flowers i've got a lot of neighbors i don't i've never seen any of them go outside in their underwear really yeah i'd like to see the girl that's across the street in her neighborhood but other than that no i don't think i have either Texas softball is a great sport. Let Virginia play. Oh, we'll let her play if she wants to. Yeah. Texas says, I see us three as pretty good friends. Do you want to get this out of the way now and send each other some picks? <laughs> no. Have you ever sent a pick? Um, I have. I'll go and tell you that now. To an ex, I sent one, yeah. To an ex? Yeah. Well, not we. She's an ex now. We were dating. Oh, while you were dating. Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. yeah. And she said, I've, I've received and sent. There's only one relationship I've ever done it with, though. But yeah. Okay. You didn't answer my question. Um, have you sent? I don't think I have. It's something you, I think you would remember, dude. But I mean, I think I've sent like, <laughs> I've sent, like weird, like kind of joking pics. I don't think I've actually ever sent the actual. Like, the actual like, one? Yeah. You've I've sent, gotten them before. You sent the black guy before. But <laughs> no, not, I've, I've never done that either. I've gotten them before. I don't think I ever have. Really? Like, just, yeah. like, from, like, actual people? Oh, you mean from the girl. Okay. Yeah. I think mean your buddies are, like, sending you there. No, not not from friends. <laughs> Texas says, using your one year of law class, how would you assess Mike Anderson's $45.6 million lawsuit against St. John's? I already Grimless. said, he's going to get the uh, he's gonna get the $11.2 million that he's owed. I don't think he gets any of the punitive damage claims. Texas, there's a whole episode of Dave where he's naked with his friend. I know that's that one. That don't surprise me. He does. It's him and Benny Blanco, the, the the producer, and he. It's that one's a little too much for me. That whole episode was just a little too much. I mean, he does nudity in some of his videos. I mean, well, I'm sure it's, he's not actually nude. I'm sure, but you know, it's supposed to be. Uh, it wouldn't shock me a bit. Texas, this is a legendary Mike Rutherford five o'clock hour. <laughs> I don't know if that's because we went off the air, or we had commercials playing, or the dong talk, or what it is, but. Yeah, it's it's a little bit of everything that makes the big X what the big X is. If we ever get interns that we that you know they actually want to be here, um, we have again. I, I got to get with this guy Sam who wants to be an intern here. We should have them go through like the five o'clock hour of the show history and just pull the best of five o'clock hour goofness, or be like, listen to this, and do you really want to be here? Because <laughs> are you sure you want to? The, do the it? weird thing is, is of all the three hours of the show, you think we would do this? Interview, it should be like the three and four. Like the five is the hour. Like we should I know. be I'm, I'm, the most professional. Trevor, I'm well aware. <laughs> yeah, I think it's because we've been here for two hours. And we're like already like, ah, screw it. <laughs> I don't like to. And I know that they like they told me this when I first started doing radio on, for three hour shows. Like you want to like you have a big topic of the day, yeah. and you like repeat yourself and like do the you know every thirty minutes, and you keep coming back. And like the five o'clock hour, you kind of repeat what you started doing the show. And I don't like doing that. I, hate I think. Doing it. One, I just hate being repetitive because I know there are some people out there that listen to like three hours every single day. A lot of them are on the text line because we get texts from them like constantly for, for like different topics. And I, I hate for them to hear us be like, you know, trying to, to act like we're giving this take for the first time when the reality is we talked about it for 30 minutes earlier in the show. And then for podcast listeners too, like I, I, I hate that. So I try to do it. Well, t- if it's a big topic, we'll definitely come back to it yeah. at the five o'clock hour. But I don't want to hit on the exact same things that we start with the show, I'm even the, though I know you're supposed to. I know. Again, I'm right there with you. It didn't. Yeah, it, that's always annoying me because I'll listen to other radio shows. And I'm like, it's like I feel like okay, do I need to listen to hour two? You're just repeating what you told me in hour one, yeah, and it's yeah. like you know, I just, I don't want to. We lost. It was bad. And I get and I get why you're supposed to do it. And, and here here have a good drink. It's five fifty five. Yada yada yada. Mostly people. Yeah. But. Yeah, it's driving in cars for 20 minutes. It's still kind of annoying, yeah. 
Texas, I'm convinced there's a cult of old men who take turns being dude in locker rooms. It, it's a they, they communicate. I think it's the age. I think it's just when you get to a certain age, and I'm there almost too. Like I think at 43, that you're just like it's not that you're just you just don't care. You're just like I don't care what people think of me. Texas, wait. TK is naked in his hot tub, and his neighbors put up a privacy fence. We don't, yeah. have, we don't have enough time to get into this now. Yeah. Texas, Trevor, please team us. You tell us you wear boxers and not tidy whities Oh no, I'm boxers. <laughs> Either way, you got to at least put some shorts on when you go outdoors. A neighbor might call the cops. No, I haven't worn tidy whitey since mil- since like elementary school. Texas, you're a boxer guy, aren't you? I'm like a boxer brief guy. I wear like the new. What's the difference between boxers and briefs? But like briefs are like tight. Like boxers, like I can't, I can't wear those anymore. I'm boxers. I like it loose. I like my guys to have some room to flow. I, it hurts too much. Like I, they, yeah, I can't. I'm. I can't be like Kramer. I don't want them tucked up. I'm, I don't like. I like being in motion. I, the older I get, the more I'm willing to like invest money in like nice underwear. So I buy like. You know, I can't, I can't deal with like the old, like the rock wrestling underwear, like boxers <laughs> that I would wear like in grade school. I just, I, I could care less about nice. I just want comfortable. That's well, that's what, that's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. If I have to pay extra for comfy, then I'll pay extra That's what I'm doing. Comfy. Like I buy, I get like Tommy John. I ask for that underwear, like every like birthday, like Christmas. Cause they do like, they're really good. That stretch material. It's, it's kind of like under armor. It's what it feels like. Oh, I didn't try that. I haven't tried those. It's, it, I, I, a friend of mine recommended, he's like, now that we're a little bit older, like, you want to invest, like, he's like, just spend that extra money on the underwear, you'll never go back, and I haven't, like, so. Mine are usually plaid, I've got, like, different color plaid boxes, they're almost all plaid, because like, I buy them in packs of five. Plaid guy, huh? Well, so I get them at the, the DXL store. Texas, the big, the big X has become the big XXX. <laughs> Unintentionally <laughs> been so there today. for a while, man. All right, real quickly, we've got uh, NBA tonight, Celtic Sixers at 7.30 on ESPN. Boston's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Sixers lead the series 3-2. They're trying to close it out tonight in Philly. TK, who you got? Wow. I never thought anybody at Boston would underachieve with more, do more, less with more than Doc Rivers did in his time there, but it's happening right now in front of our face. Um I think Boston does. They should. I mean, they're a better team. So they should win this. So I'm going to go Boston wins this sports game seven. Well. I thought Philly's up 3-2, right? They are. I'm going Sixers close it out. Okay. I think they win. They win straight up. 4-2 series is over. Man, Boston loses the season. I mean, that's just not sad. Also a, three, a game six tonight, 10 o'clock on ESPN. Nuggets on the road taking on Phoenix. Denver leads the series 3-2, but Phoenix is a two-point favorite. Trevor, who are you rocking with? Well, the fact that I didn't realize this till just now, I'm wearing a pair of C3P shorts. C3P. Okay. I bought them from just Foot Locker one day. I like them. They're comfortable. Uh, so I guess I'm going Suns. I got Suns too. Game seven coming your way. And the big one? The big one tonight in and the we're NHL. Not just talking about us in the locker room. <laughs> it is your Seattle Kraken on the road yeah. taking on Dallas. Series is tied at two. That's a 930 puck drop on TNT. Who you got? I named my penis Kraken, by the way. Okay. Just so I could yell when I go in the bedroom. Release the Kraken! All right. Okay. Uh, old joke. New joke. Hurry up. We gotta go. Uh, I hate to say it. I think the Stars are gonna win tonight. I do too. Uh, but Kraken do force the game seven. But I think Stars take a 3-2 lead tonight. I'm with you. Dallas wins. Although road teams have, have played well. In the they have. You're, so right. you're right. You're right. All right. We're out of here. We got the uh, Bats Baseball coming your yeah, way next. Baby. The dulcet tones of Nick Curran are on the way. Keep it locked right here. Bats Baseball next on 1450 The Big X. We'll see you guys tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Hold on, Whitney. Come on. Come on. Tell us.